You are now listening to The Comment Section with Lauren and Shib. So what do you want to start with? Uh, we should introduce the podcast first. Okay, we should introduce, introduce the podcast. The podcast okay, let's do that first. Uh, I guess it's called uh, The Comment Section? The Comment Section Podcast. By Lauren. I'm not going to say your nickname. And Austin. Uh, Lauren and who? Austin. I, it's actually pronounced shit. I, I want you to know that I have forever hated this nickname that I don't even know where the, what the origin of it is. I, I can tell you the origin story if you'd like. But All right, let's do it. Okay. It's actually self-given. You uh, can't give yourself a fucking <laughs> nickname. That's not how a nickname works. You cannot give yourself a nickname. And you know what? I agreed with that uh, up until I was like 18. And I was like, yo, I don't have a nickname yet. This is kind of whack. I was going into college, nicknameless. So, really- <laughs> so I was like, I'm not going to be in college, just nicknameless the whole time. And so it just so happened that an English project, we had to make a rap group. And, this is uh, like college? Yeah, this is freshman year of college. And I was the DJ. This was before my DJ aspirations. But uh, I needed the DJ name, so I asked Facebook. And uh, after a bunch of stupid-ass names that people gave, uh, one of my college, or not my high school friends uh kevin fry he was like uh shibby i knew a kevin fry and i'm like hey no kevin fry i knew a kevin fry um but now he said shibby from the movie dude where's my car mm-hmm. shibby yeah and so i was like okay that works that's a horrible movie cool love the movie that uh what's that zoltan's <laughs> that movie's super trash zoltan's if you go back nah, and watch it, now, it was a z yeah that movie's super trash i don't know I'd have to watch it again. All those early 2000s Give it a full appreciation. Super garbage. I'd rather just not watch them again, actually. Okay. Just to, right, like, true. leave them at, you know, as liking them. <laughs> um, and what what, did he, what happened with it? Oh, it was during the time when you could put a fake middle name on Facebook. Oh, yeah, yeah. Austin sure. Gets the Money Cordell. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. I just put Shibby. People had hello fucking yeah. long ass Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I put Shibby as my middle name. And then, you know, freshman year of college, you start meeting a bunch of people. And so I was like, all right, let me just drop this Cordell. So it just became Austin Chevy. And then as you meet people, they just thought that was my last name. Yeah, everyone like, yeah. calls you by what your Facebook exactly. name is. Exactly. Whatever you put that is, that's what your name is for the rest of the that's time the they know you. And uh, I think I just dropped the last name and eventually dropped the first name. And uh, yeah, that just kind of caught on with people that met me. But then every person that is actually friends with me loathes it. Absolutely hate yeah, it. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah. I refuse to even say the... I don't even spell it out for anything. I mean, it, there's Shibby, there's Shabroni, there's no, uh, Shibblestein. No. Uh, there's a lot of variations. I'm not going to say any of those variations of that. <laughs> that's, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> but at least now you know the backstory. I, I do admit that it is self-given uh, yeah, with the help of Kevin Fry. Uh, <laughs> you the, can't give yourself a nickname. I mean, the only other nickname I had in high school was Hafrican, and that's just not appropriate. That's racist. It's, it's not appropriate, and it's not accurate, because I'm only a quarter. So that's yeah, like, that's yeah. <laughs> uh, so that, that doesn't work. Couldn't, uh, man, I had that on my license plate. What? Hafrican in high school. It wasn't a custom plate, because I couldn't uh-huh. afford that. It was a custom, you know, you put those tiles from Walmart. You can spell out uh, oh, words yeah, on your yeah. license plate cover. Yeah. And it just said African at the bottom. Wow. Yeah. It was also my email. Wow. Yeah. It was a... Uh, I changed <laughs> the nickname. It didn't really stick. That's so corny. Yeah. Were you in those uh, in those Facebook groups with, like, meeting people, like, freshman year of college? 
no, I was out in the streets meeting people. No, but I mean like before freshman year. Like oh, before you went to school, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Um, somebody did add me to one of those, and I think I was in one. Yeah, I was in a couple. Yeah. Uh, it helps though. It did. I, actually, yeah, you know what? Sure. Now I just brought up a couple memories. That's how I met the first couple people because me and Casey moved on to campus, uh, like, you know, off campus a little bit in Fairborn when I was still 17. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if you ever met Casey Shaw, um, but he was my best friend coming out of high school when we went to Wright State together. And we lived, I don't know what that road is. It's like, it's, it's like almost by Fairborn High School, but it's on the main Colonel Glen Highway. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know what you're talking about. Mapleview or something. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. it was Mapleview. I think it was Mapleview. Yeah, and uh, it was like five fifty for a two bedroom. Yeah. We could barely afford it, but I was seventeen when I signed the lease, and uh, so I just remember uh, that group helped because I joined in like June, and we would throw parties and invite these girls that yeah. were in the friends group, and they had already moved to campus as well. So that uh, was actually so you were an early predator. I wouldn't say because <laughs> I was the minor in this situation. I was being preyed upon. Uh, uh, I probably did. I probably did hook up with a few girls that summer that were overage and I was underage. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Those Facebook groups, they help a lot, though. Because I they remember, because when I moved in, um, we knew, well, like, so my floor was, like, the most of the freshman hockey players, we had, like, four... Like we have four or five girls that I always forget you're a jock. That uh that were on the swim and diving team and then mm-hmm. we had like a tennis player and then just like some random people throughout. But like me and it was myself, Tyler Weibel, mm-hmm. uh my homie Black. Do you remember Black? Blake Ooh. Black? Blake Black? Nah, I don't remember that name. Um, we all just like walked around the fucking the woods and started meeting people just walking in the dorms and shit. Oh, man, I forgot about the woods. <laughs> I used to throw monster parties down there in the woods. Oh, yeah, I threw parties in the woods. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Shout out to the woods. Shout out to Wright State, too. Man, Jimmy had uh, the dopest situation I've ever seen. Like, I didn't live on campus or, like, in the dorms, but he did. And I think during either his, his sophomore year, my freshman year when I met him, he had the corner room. So it was, like, it was oh, supposed it was to be, like, a rec room place. or something. But it was, like, seriously, like, four apartments. Yeah. It was enormous. And he had him and two other roommates. The two other roommates didn't party or anything. Yeah, that's but how, uh, Jimmy was Jimmy, so we had beer pong there every whatever. Yeah, he had a quad room. My uh, my apartment sophomore year, I had a I had a handicap apartment, mm. and it was a corner one. And she was big as fuck. Yeah, and she was tight. Yeah, he got super lucky. <laughs> Shout out to Rice there. Yeah. So uh, what do we want to start hey, with here? List. Yeah. All right. Let's first on the list is. Um, Man, people about? are leaving L.A., and I don't Your really blame them. LA. Yeah. That's um, in New York, too. Everybody's obviously already been going to Austin, like, the past couple of years. Uh, that was happening when I left Austin for here. People were, like, trading places. But, no, during this, uh, this COVID shit, everybody's leaving because, okay, the way that it's positioned is L.A. is a luxury apartment building. You got, all you, got, like shit, you got like shit all these too. you got all these amenities. You got the good ass weather, you got good looking people, you got stuff to do, there's endless opportunities. But when you live in that apartment building and metaphorically the pool is closed, the hot tub is closed, tennis courts are closed, basketball's closed, the laundry room's closed, like what amenities do you have? You just live in this luxury building and you can't do shit. So if you're paying, you know, some people are paying $2,000 a month to live here and they can't do anything but stay in their apartment, why are they here? Yeah, that's exactly what's going on in New York. I mean, New York, there's a lot more shit happening in New York as well, but 
you know, with COVID and everything, people aren't able to do shit. So it's just been a mass exodus from New York. People are going to their parents' houses and shit mm-hmm. in, like, upstate New York or in fucking all the suburb areas of New York. They're just leaving the city. It so makes like, sense, rent, though. There's shit's going down in some places. It makes sense. Like, if you, if you can, you should. Yeah. Like, if you're not in the lease, you should leave and go somewhere cheaper and then come back. Like don't make don't make this the reason why you don't make it in L.A. Like yeah, don't sure. don't quit on everything. But like if you can save money and still work, do it. Like I see no reason to stay if you're not obligated to be here. Yeah. Like but shit, I wanted to go back to Cincinnati though, but I would I would be pissed if I got stuck in Cincinnati. Oh yeah, though. you'd be too dangerous to move back there because <laughs> then you just never come back. No, yeah. I would, oh my goodness, imagine getting stuck in a hole and not being able to come back. Man. Um, but, like, for people, like say, like, it, even in my job, like, I can work from anywhere now. Yeah. Uh, even before COVID, I was working from home. Obviously, they still want me, like, around. But, like, now you can work literally from anywhere. That's true. If I had somewhere to go, even though, like, obviously, I would keep my apartment. But if I had a friend or family that lived in Hawaii or wherever, yeah, I could go there for, like, you know, months to Yeah, stay. I know someone that uh, dipped out to Florida because their, friend, their friend's parents own, like, a shit ton of acres in Florida, yeah. and they just dipped out for like three months. That's a dangerous like, place to be during all this. Fuck yeah, I don't even want to go to Florida, period. Yeah, man, I had a friend, <laughs> I had a friend call me and say they want to come up here to hang out and like, can I stay with you? And like, right before that sentence, they had said, man, I just left Florida, shit was wag, I'm trying to go do something. And this is an Ohio friend, and I'm like, yo, nah, hell no. Ohio people you're love not, Florida too. They do. But I'm like, you're not coming to my place straight from Florida and I already know that you don't really fuck with masks. So oh, I'm like, yeah, no, yo, not. no. Florida's a wild place. I'm about to bring the plague out here. Florida, Atlanta is where I've seen the nastiest shit going on. Like, I've seen people in strip clubs heavy the entire time. Yeah. I've seen in Atlanta videos. I've seen all the wild fucking Miami shit. That's where all the parties and shit are at. Everyone was like, oh, I already had COVID. I beat that shit three or four times. That's not (laughs) a thing. That's That's not a thing. You definitely get... No, that's not how it works. (laughs) I think I just saw an article this week where somebody got, like, the first... uh, What's it called when you get it again? Uh, They tested positive a second time. And... uh, that's a big game changer because everybody's just acting wild thinking they already had it yeah. when it doesn't matter. No, that shit's fucking wild. Yeah. But I think the point of that being if you can leave, do it. Because yeah. well, LA will always be here. Yeah, that's true. I think that's a there's a difference between doing that and going to different like hopping state to state and going to fucking party and do other shit. That's, yeah, if you're going somewhere because they're more lax... That's whack. Yeah, that's hella crazy. Yeah. Like, did you see the like the LA party house that all the parties and shit are having? Uh, all keep... those little TikTok kids. No, not that one. It's the one where they're flying in like all the strippers from different places what? and they're having and like Who is this? the party with the barber and shit. Dude, this house has been shot up like three times. Like, shot up. Yeah, there's been like three shootings at this house. Is like, that where the, is that where the uh? Nah, it didn't happen there. Um, I was gonna say the Tory Lanez thing. But that was it. That was it. Kylie's house after. He's a bitch for that. That's crazy. And anyone that says that Megan Thee Stallion is a snitch for telling. Yeah, you shot a woman. That's not a fucking. Yeah, that's not dope. That's not how it works out. No. How is he not in legal trouble? I think the reason why he hasn't been seen is like because it's a on you know. uh, Oh yeah, it's smart of him not to speak on that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, Meg wasn't talking about it either for a while, and I think. I mean, obviously, like, I don't know, but from what she posted on that video, that somewhere 
through all this that his people, Tori's people, were going around trying to like get ahead of the story. Yeah, and try to put different angles on yeah. it. Yeah, I mean that makes sense for them, but I I just don't understand how he's not in legal trouble. Like mm-hmm. everyone knows that he shot her, and yeah. she came out saying that he did. And how was there no investigation? And if there was an investigation, TMZ would know about it. So we would know about it. So it's not oh, like TMZ. so it's not like they're hiding it. Something's going on. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. There's been more talk about this whole Bella Thorne thing mm-hmm. <laughs> more than the fucking Tory and so, situation. I, from what I gather, you probably know more about it than I do. The Bella Thorne situation. I read up on it on Twitter yesterday. I think basically she well, for the first headline was that she made a million, then two million in a day. Yeah. And then now the big deal is that she ruined a lot of things for the actual content creators on there. Right. So they changed a lot of rules because of her. Right. Supposedly was sending out a nude for two hundred dollars that you have to accept. Yeah. But it wasn't actually a nude. Yeah, exactly. So she basically like scammed she scammed all the people that subscribed and then paid for the picture that she said was a nude wasn't a nude. So mm-hmm. then they wanted their money back, so OnlyFans then had to charge back all these fucking people. Yeah. So whatever she so she made like actually I think I saw this, hold on. I think I screenshot this. How much she made and then what the return was. Let me see. I just don't understand who would pay for a Bella Thorne nude. Like, obviously. Fans. Yeah, but she's been naked everywhere. Like, her titties have leaked like 12 different times. Half by her. So, like, this is not an exclusive nude. Like, no one's going to pay for I guess people would pay for a Kim K. Yeah, nude. probably. Yeah. I guess if Kim K got on there, every single person would pay for one. I don't know. Even though she's been naked forever. She had, um, so it was like six, I think it was like 600000 or something that had to be paid back. That's so then the OnlyFans was like, all right, well, you can no longer, they had to like set a limit to how much you can charge for a tip for the picture. Yeah, they back. changed to 50 Yeah, that's yeah. fucked up. That's crazy. So yeah, no more than 50 So, all right. And she I, said all, all this because she wants to do a documentary on OnlyFans yeah. to bring awareness. Well, this is People already know what fucking OnlyFans is, bro. That was selfish <laughs> reasons. Yeah, that's well, bullshit. Her, well, her documentary's got some, got some juice now. Yeah, all you have to, like, her documentary doesn't mean shit because if you look at people, like, I mean, people hate Yes Jules, but she's working OnlyFans for her benefit, dude. Like, that's constant. She has one? Yeah. Well, she posts so she's So she posts, like, photo shoots and stuff, but she okay. has to wear, like, you subscribe, it's $30 a month, you subscribe, uh, she'll listen to your music, she'll give you branding, uh, marketing, like all this. It was so basically she's like using it how it's going to be used in the future. Yeah, she's not, because I mean, obviously, like, OnlyFans isn't just for, you know, sex workers, mm-hmm. but that's, you know, obviously a majority, but she's using it just as, you know, a subscription-based that's platform smart. for content. And shit. Yeah. yeah, she's killing it. That's the way it's going to work in the future. Uh, obviously, I think the sex component's going to be there, but it'll fade away like the same way that same way that snapchat used to be just for sending news and now they have full tv shows like whatever 10 15 minute tv shows on snapchat uh facebook used to be for like what is it like matchmaking and dating or whatever in the very beginning and now it's something completely different i think everything starts with like a sexual component because that's what sells but i don't think it'll always be that i think it's going to transform into a completely different yeah, uh, especially like where like where we are now with the entrepreneur spirit for mm-hmm. everything, it's like it's like Patreon. Yeah, like it's it's the same thing. People are gonna start using it for their platforms and to do like behind the scenes uh, content and shit like that that you, they just don't want to put on Instagram because shit, you should charge for your content. 
make a dollar any way you can, especially if you're, especially people like them that are constantly on, like Instagram and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You see a lot of their, a lot of their the things that they do, a lot of their daily lives. They share a lot, so why not try to get paid for some of it, whether it's worth thirty dollars or not? Right. Like, I'm not gonna subscribe. There's really nothing on there for me yeah. that I can't, you know, find somewhere else or whatever. Mm-hmm. But. I mean, it's, it's going to work for some people. You just have to figure out how to use it for yourself. It's so crazy how much money they make. So I was on Instagram the other day. I'm always, I don't follow that many people. So like my, this new feature on Instagram cuts off your feed. It says you've seen it all. And then it shows you suggested people on your main page. Yeah, I've seen people talk about that. Mine it's so wet. Yeah. And so I spend most of my time on the Explore feed anyway, because my feed is usually, you know, dry because I don't follow that many people. And uh, so I was just scrolling and clicking on one girl, obviously just looking at her. And then she had like 7,000 followers, whatever. Um, so I looked at the link. Of course, there's a OnlyFans link on there. Or a link tree that always mm-hmm. links to the OnlyFans you don't yeah. want to show on there. And, uh, bro, like, just for an example, like, this was, obviously, it's like a hot girl, but, like, nothing crazy. 7,000 followers. She's not famous at all. Mm-hmm. She had 1.1, so 1,100 subscribers. $22 a month. After their cut, she makes $18,000 a month. Yeah. That's insane. And that's only for because OnlyFans I, I use this analogy, OnlyFans is like a strip club. You have to pay to get in, which you pay for the subscription, but then you have to pay for everything else. You gotta pay so more like, once you get in there? Yeah, so like So she's making more than so that. So she's making more than that. Because so, that right there is two hundred thousand right, a year. So she has a two hundred two hundred thousand just from people subscribing, but then she'll have uh things that she posts like a video that she'll sling out on her DMs be like Unlock this video for X amount of dollars. Oh, you get spammed once you're in there. Yeah. And then you do that for videos, pictures, whatever you want to post. But it's all, you have to pay for it all. Wow. It's just quote unquote tip. Outside of like, they'll have things that they'll post just to like their feed or whatever. Mm-hmm. But anything that's like, you know, special content or whatever they yeah. call it, you have to pay for that. Wow. Yeah. So they're they're raking in so much money. Oh yeah, for sure. Because it's, it's a certain type of dude that subscribes to these type of things and... Oh, they yeah. and they pay, I mean, besides people that are there to support, yeah. but it's it really is the creepy dudes that are funding most of this, and they're the ones that are gonna click yes. This, to uh, this is message. what uh, they call simps, the people that are just gonna fucking cash out, yeah, and just spend money. And it's like I I read this somewhere, and it's very true. Like this is a digital age uh, version of having a sugar baby. So these girls, oh, yeah, these girls sure. are messaging them back and forth, and they know it's really them. Yeah, yeah. So this is the attention these weirdo dudes need, yeah. and they're gonna pay to get it. Oh, for sure. Because they don't have to. It's legal. Yeah, you gotta. The crazy thing is like, I'll see. Uh, you have to like tip for time, which I I completely understand the game or whatever. Like more power to them. Um, but yo, that that's crazy. These girls are cashing out. Like, but the way to do yeah. it though, like I'm not, I'm not against anyone having an OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think you said something. You said something about, um, like making someone ask you like making OnlyFans and keeping. Ah, uh, yeah. So there's there was an <laughs> Instagram question that I that somebody put on here, and they said, uh, "What are your thoughts on your significant other having an OnlyFans that you don't know about?" See the way that you, the way you got to do it. You guys got to do it together, though. Oh my. Yeah, you got to do it yeah, together. That's because then it's a. Your whole family's gonna be mad at you, but your pocket's gonna be happy. Your pocket's gonna be happy. Yeah, but okay. They don't have to see if your family's not gonna subscribe to your OnlyFans. So there's there's two sides to this. Okay, you don't know that. There's some uncles and cousins out here probably gonna subscribe. Who's gonna who if you if you make one with like whatever hypothetically you make one with you and your girl, your family's gonna fucking see it. 
I, we're gonna try to subscribe. There's to. gonna be Your uncle's gonna try there's to gonna be crazy. somebody. There's gonna be somebody that is curious, and is gonna click, and then that is gonna get screenshot. Well, that's then they have to. Well, the, the thing is, but like you, I mean, unless they make a fake name, they have to pay. That's for the it. craziest they part. Can't is they can't just get show into it. it. Yeah. Well, unless you make up a, you can make up a. That's what I'm saying. You can make a fake account, but yeah. who's gonna take the time? That's crazy. That's wild. A family member. This no. And you can also like block and remove like followers and shit. Okay, so there's two sides of this. If you have, if you're in a whatever type of relationship, and you have an OnlyFans, is your significant other okay with it? That's one thing to talk about. Another thing to talk about is them having one and not telling you. That's wild. Like people can argue whether you should have one or not. If you're in a relationship, it just depends on who you are. Mm -hmm. You as a boyfriend, you wouldn't care. I don't think because you seem real open to that type of stuff. Uh, You know, however she wants to get her money, let her get her money. Uh, I would probably be on a different side of that. Uh, I don't know if it's just I'm not I'm not confident enough to have that, but I know the way it works is you got to send DMs and you got to talk to people and you got to it's it's like a real it's, it's, it's like a real sexual shit, bartender. You you, it it's a it's a sexual bartender. You know, a bartender is your girlfriend and you know her job is to flirt for tips. Yeah. But there's that's as far as it gets. You're flirting yeah. at a bar, blah blah blah. The guy's drunk. He goes home. He says inappropriate shit. She accepts it to get more money tips and whatever. It's done. But with this, the whole thing is based off sex. So if my girl that I am dating, I know is getting 20 grand a month. That's cool. But she's also sending sexual DMs to other dudes. Not that I'm jealous of, but but the fact that she's sending sexual DMs all day while she's sitting in bed with me or while we're in the car and I'm just talking about my day and she's over here sending sexual. You're missing for it. Valuable information though. What's that? A lot of this shit's just automated. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of shit's just automated. They got automated responses? Yeah. That's crazy. A lot of Can automated. she set the automated responses? Yes. Ooh. Yeah, a lot of shit's automated. You don't necessarily have to like respond to shit. Okay. Yeah. That helps a little bit, but the rest of it still stands Man, for me. Fuck it. Uh okay. So let's look at the flip side. You're dating a girl mm-hmm. and she does not tell you she has one. First six months, she don't gotta tell you. Second six months, eh, still really don't got to tell you. But if you're dating somebody for like a year, and then you find out from somebody else, or the internet, or you just stumbled upon it yourself, that she's got one, you're going to have a lot of questions. Yeah, I would probably be kind of salty about it, but yeah, I mean, just, yeah, that, I've, she didn't tell me after like a year. I'd you're going to have some it. major concerns, because there's a reason why she's, you know, not sure either she thinks Sigma. she'll react, or yeah. there's something bad in there. Well, well, most of the times, because... People don't say things because of how they feel like other people are going to react to it. Just because of the stigma behind it? Yeah, or Definitely. But you got to be open about that. That's crazy. Yeah. That's like having that's like having 1,100 separate relationships that are secretive. Like, <laughs> no, really? Not, to me, it wouldn't be. It's not that big of a deal. You're cheating on me with 1,100 people? No, but Emotionally? Nah. <laughs> um, because, I mean, just like, I mean, like you said it yourself, it's like a bartender. Bartenders make conversation and look nice and shit and people tip them more fuck it get yep. your money uh, yeah it's just then let me guess though and we're good to go <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta get in on this money yeah, yeah you gotta get tagged in uh, I actually like this bread I actually have an OnlyFans I've had one for about four months um, it's, it literally says on my bio uh, daily video of me opening the fridge finding nothing to eat and closing the fridge I want to do one of me watching uh, like hockey and shit and yelling things at the TV that's that's a good one. Yeah. yeah, if you can find a little niche, my initial niche was something that is too easy because I know people actually pay for it. It was just videos of me cutting my nails, my toenails. 
Because I yo the people that big market for that yeah feet and shit like that is a huge market. I have uh I have a friend actually you know her too from Ray State. Mm-hmm. Um, the people always comment on her feet, and I told her that she needs to make an OnlyFans and get some cash from her feet. I think I've heard you talking about this before. <laughs> this person's feet. I don't know whose foot it is, but if she hears it, she knows. If you want, she knows yeah. what I'm talking about. I hope she did it too. Shit, make that money. If I ever sure. found out there is a site that would pay me a male <clears throat> to cut my toenails, and you want to watch, or you want me to send you a little baggie with my clippings in them, that's so far. But I'm sure I it's will probably mail that, like that to you. You can have them. That's nasty as fuck. Give me whatever money. I, I my, my toenails grow like crazy. This is an endless supply of money for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm a king shame. Some there's things out there for everybody. Two is his own, bro. That's I definitely crazy. judge. But you know, shame and judge is a little different. Yeah. I'm not gonna shame you for it, but I will judge you. If you if you like receiving toenail clippings in the mail, I'm gonna judge the shit out of you. Hey man. But hey, do what do, do, do <laughs> what you need man. to do. <laughs> yeah. I, but I will be over here judging you and probably not hanging out with you. If we're That's being honest. Nuts. Yeah. People need to get paid for <laughs> Yeah. I just I'll never understand it. Um, oh well. So I, I guess we'll transition into what I just got done watching was um, the playoffs, which is um, who was it? The Mavs just lost. Oh yeah, I was watching to the Clippers, team. and I think the first thing I want to talk about is uh, Morris, Morris twin. I think it's Marcus. Marcus. Um, yeah. the other one. It's the he plays for the Clippers and then yeah. the other one plays for. The- so this dude is dirty. First of all. You, the, you see it a couple of days ago when he said he accidentally stepped on Luca's ankle? No, I saw the, um, I wasn't watching that game, but I was watching the game today and they, that uh, flagrant? Refer- yeah, they referenced that. Yes. Oh, so he said that that was not intentional. He put a couple of tweets out that said he just plays the game of ball. Like, oh, like he would never do anything to really hurt somebody. Bullshit. This is the same dude that was, you remember last year, he or maybe earlier this season, he was throwing bows at the top of the key and this dude, Justin, I think it was Justin Smith. He was like, yo, ref, you see this? And then he took the ball and booped him on the head with the ball. See, I think I'll, I'll play devil's advocate. I okay. think just because if you've had, you know, prior history mm-hmm. of things and, like, no flagrant fouls or whatever, mm-hmm. I think the one time that you really do something and it's not intentional, people automatically are going to assume that it's intentional. But you got to watch that um, video. He I, went, yeah, I, I he went from side court to where uh, Luca was inbounding the ball probably 25 feet where he didn't need to be and just happened to step on his bum ankle, the ankle that took Luka out the previous game. Luka, the only player that is preventing them from moving forward in the series. That's a fact. And his he shoe came off. Bro, he had no no business being in that circle where Luka was. And uh, said it wasn't intentional. And then the next game, hacks him in the face. Oh, yeah, I was sitting there, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, bro, yeah. what are you doing? Like, that's obviously why I got ejected. I have to really go back and watch it because I didn't, I didn't see it. Yeah. But I also think, um, I think basketball's soft. It is. Because somebody said the what he did is how they say hi in the 90s. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think that was a uh, wild. Uh, this dude I follow on Twitter who's just always doing the same wild shit. He, uh, what are they called back in the day? The uh, bad boys? The bad boys. The old persons? Yeah, 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 yeah. They said the Clippers are about to become that. But then they said again. That's nothing, literally. Like, it was it's so not, rough dude, back then. Basketball is soft as fuck. It like, is. Like, and I say that with respect because my friends are fucking hoopers and shit. Mm-hmm. But I say that as, like, I think a lot of these files and shit, they the should flops. just let go. Yeah, no, the flops are crazy. 
Like, bro, what are you doing? Like, you know Harden is flopping. You know Chris Paul is flopping. LeBron is flopping. What are you doing? Why? Every time, like, like the rest have to know what's going on. (laughs) It's so... Even the things they call it technical fouls, I think it's bullshit, Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. I think they just need to let a lot more sugar. These are... I wish they would. They're grown-ass men, bro. Yeah. Yeah, These dudes are six fucking nine... 400 pound dudes monsters like yeah let them fucking throw some bulls and have you know some contact and shit in the lane in the paint Fuck it. i really like that uh there's no crowd and you can hear what they're saying yeah and they're not really bleeping it out too crazy because no. uh every time uh, every time mellow goes off a rebound he said uh, i got it i got it <laughs> fuck out of here and so you can hear the fuck out of here shout out to mellow too man what a season yeah shout out to what mellow. a season i think um i like that you can hear everything because that's how hockey was too. Hockey, you can hear everything. Really? There's so many, yeah. There's so many mics. Like if you look at the TV, like all around the, the boards, there's just mics and shit there. They um, they like distort the sound now, so you can't pick it. They don't. You can't pick yeah. it up and uh, with no fans here, but because it's too much. Yeah, during the regular season, you can hear everything. So I think great. here's my idea, and I think this is the future. Uh, I think there will be a subscription service that I would actually pay for, where you know how they do a mic'd up. Yeah. One player. Mm-hmm. Bro, mic up every player. You get a subscription service to that particular player. Would Would anyone pay a monthly service to listen to LeBron all game? Absolutely. Um, Even deeper, go into NFL and you get to hear what all the nasty shit they're saying is. So it's like a it's like a Patreon to the NFL. You like I would subscribe to hear one player's words the entire time. Obviously, that player's got to say yes to it. Yeah. So I think it'll only be like the lower tier players. That's yeah. That need the and that's money. That's a lot too because there's times where there's shit that like is gonna be said that would be misconstrued for sure. Some if, shit that would get I canceled. If, yeah, yeah. I think if anything, you know how they do, um, like you know how the NFL does hard knocks. Yep. I think if they did all access um, content for teams throughout the season, I would pay for that. Because Hard Knocks is a great fucking yeah. series. I don't even follow football like that, but I still watch it. Yeah. Um, the NHL does it for the uh, the Winter Classic. They'll do like the four. They do like four games or something leading up to it. If there was something like that for <clears throat> the NBA during different parts of this season, I don't yeah. I don't know if teams do it individually, but if there was a way for them to do that, I would subscribe to that because that would be pretty tight. Yeah, anything to get you like an inside look into yeah. uh, what's really going on would definitely help. Yeah. But I just want to be on the court at all times. Like, I want to have an ear to the court the entire time. I don't care about NBA, so... But, like, I would love to hear just what goes on. That would be cool if they did it, um... If they did it for or a team. the refs were like, like, even. So you hear what the players are complaining to these refs about. You really see how much of a little baby back bitch some of yeah. these players are. And they're always crying to the refs. You want to hear what they're saying. So, alright. Mm. I would say... Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Like, if it was... If it was, like, per game or particular team you can hear all access mics from you can hear that uncensored that's okay that's a good point that's a good point so say because say russell what russell westbrook is my favorite player besides lebron he's just the most fun to watch he's Mm -hmm. the most the way i pick my favorite player is the person who can do the most that i can't do like this dude is just a phenomenal athlete that just flies through the air and is so explosive and like just that's incredible so he's my favorite to watch and he's just a like a mean asshole on the court, and I, just, I like that. Um, so I would listen to him mic'd up. So what if he got to choose, like, he could use one whole game. He's mic'd up the entire time. So then he kind of curves, you know, some of the stuff he says. Mm-hmm. But even if he's curving what he would normally say, I'd still listen to that. I was Yeah, it would be interesting for how he was out, um, not, before, not last game, but the games before that. 
probably has been out a couple of weeks, but mm-hmm. he's been on the sideline and shit, like, coaching and doing things like yeah. that. I would, wouldn't mind hearing that. Like, that would be cool. Yeah, just the sideline stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I think if it was, if it was done by team and then had a player subscribe to him, like, all right, it'll be focused on this player, like, it'll highlight this player, you can hear what he's saying. You know, like uh, during timeouts and shit. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Like how you watch, uh, I don't know what it's called. I think it's NFL Red Zone, uh, where they have like six games one at a time. You can mm-hmm. click on each game. You can click on each player and hear what they're saying oh, at really? a certain time. No, this is my still my oh, idea okay. of what, what could happen. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So cool. like you, you have like a basically a controller and you're just like, all right, uh, let's hear what Chris Paul's saying, or let's hear what LeBron's saying. Uh, I just think that would be. A big money maker and uh, just really entertaining. Uh, it would be tight. It would be cool to hear, like, because obviously the Lakers just finished off their series with Portland, but it'd been interesting to hear uh, what was said on court during Game One when Portland won. Which game? Game One of uh, the Lakers series. Yeah, the Lakers Portland series. Is that when they got blown out? Yeah. Yeah. I would have liked to hear what was going on. Say. That uh, that was interesting. I actually, and I really wish Dame didn't get hurt because I wanted man, to see that, that series. ruined the whole series. That, oh, the whole yeah. fucking series. I had high hopes of that going seven games. And yep. hurting. But dude, I was so I was so series. scared for the Lakers. I was so scared. I would have been mad if they lost. I'd have been pissed. I would have been mad. I'd have been so sad. No, why? I got a lot of Lakers gear to sell. <laughs> like, it's, it's still selling, bro. Lakers uh, will always sell. Yeah. But I think like I would have been. It would have been fun to see fucking Portland go. To see Dame continue to go off. To see Melo get a chance to fucking play for ring and shit. I don't care about all that tight. shit. I want to continue LeBron's legacy. I want him to get more rings. I want him to get the respect he deserves. LeBron has his. I want him. No, I want him to be positioned as the goat. When everyone says it's still Jordan, no. Oh, I don't care. I, don't know, man. I, don't care. <laughs> I think LeBron's up so, there. Though. He's been up there. I think this is a good time to uh, take a quick timeout. Uh, as soon as we get back, we will finish this goat debate. <laughs> uh, MJ versus uh, LeBron. Very important topic. Uh, we're gonna have a word from our sponsors in just one moment. Sponsored. All right, big shout out to our sponsors for that uh, very first ad. Let's see what we are back at here. Oh, while we're still in the, uh, oh, no, we got to go back to this go talk. No, I think LeBron gets respect now because I think at one point, well, I'm sure a lot of people will admit that when LeBron left Cleveland for the first time and went to Miami, at that point, he Mm -hmm. was a villain of the NBA in his career. Okay. And I think as he grew up and he matured more, he went from being the villain to the good guy that everyone wants to love and adore, especially Mm -hmm. after winning the championship in Cleveland. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about the online debaters that said that are just hardcore MJ's the GOAT, LeBron ain't even close type people. I think it's close, but I think at the same time, you have to understand that every generation has their GOAT. That's that's for sure. I don't think there's one outright GOAT because, like, fuck it, we went from every era of NBA has had Dr. J, Larry... Like Magic. what? What would what would Mike have done up against uh, Will? Right. Yeah. And that's in what will LeBron do against? But that is it's just these two because they're similar in size and style of play, and they're both considered the go. Like, who would actually win on a one on one? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But that if you go to a one on one scenario, I think Kobe would beat them both. Like, because Le- LeBron's <laughs> yeah. LeBron's not that clutch. Yeah, that's like, true. would I put money on him? Yeah. 
Uh, would I ask him to take the final shot against Kobe? No. Against Jordan? No. Um, would I count on him to win a game through, like, multiple quarters of play? Yeah. Yeah. But the very last-second clutchness or a one-on-one situation versus Jordan and Kobe, I think I've got Kobe. Yeah, for sure. But um, also, Kobe, yeah. the way the way that I always <clears throat> the way that I always did it was, I think you're one of the greats if you keep other greats from winning championships. Oh yeah, and I think that's what he's kept separated. everybody from winning for seventeen years now. Who, Bron? Who did? What are you talking about? How many championships does LeBron have? Three, right? Three ish. Three, four. Yeah, three. Five. Seventeen years. Yeah, he kept a whole lot of people from winning championships, my guy. <laughs> Maybe since he's been in the league, though. I think he kept a lot of the Eastern Conference from even getting close. Everyone in the Eastern Conference has that came up. All the other quote unquote greats uh-huh. that have been in, in the league with LeBron have won. Is this a bad argument? I'm not the biggest basketball scholar. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. If you call me out on my bluff, I'm gonna show you I got a bluff hand. Like, who is he kept? I didn't really know much on the topic, but I wanted to talk about the topic. But uh, okay, you got me. He's definitely on the. I would put him on the Mount Rushmore NBA. Clearly, obviously, yeah, it's easy. Yeah, as far as like just skill, he is the most skilled basketball player I think we have seen. I think. Uh, I don't know. All around. Like, when they say all around, it just makes so much sense. Because he, he's just a defensive monster. Like, he's such a good... Okay, yeah. Defense, point, he's a point yeah, guard. Defensively, and he's a, yeah. a monster. Like, there's nobody that can do everything that he does so well. Yeah, Like, true. how are you a superstar at every single ability? That's Everybody's true. usually got a weakness. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't appear to have one. Like, besides hair. Which, why the fuck is he not just committing... I don't understand. Yeah, that. fuck it. His hair looked better than uh, than my dude. Corey um, Lane's. No, uh, fuck. Uh, shit. Ooh. I, my young dude, kid. No, my other dude from the Lakers. Uh. Oh, yeah, Caruso. Yeah, bro. Caruso, yeah. Caruso's gotta let that shit go. Bro, let it go. They both gotta let it go. Caruso can't let his go because that is now his like moniker. Like that's his At thing. At least Bronner has his hairline. He just has a ball spot in the back. Cruz, the whole top is gone. But that's bro. his... Okay, have you seen the high school kid, Bald Mamba? No. It's no this, I'm uh, not searching for anyone called Bald Mamba. Okay, well, it's this... Uh, <laughs> I, I think he's like 17. This 17-year-old black dude, he's got like a horseshoe fro, and he's like completely bald like a 45-year-old man. That's and crazy. he said he went bald in the eighth grade. That so, sucks. same with Caruso. He said, I just embraced it. And now it's his like branding, it's his image. Embrace that shit and let it go. So yeah, Caruso's, and he's got a cult following because he looks like a forty-five-year-old white dude, and he's out here dunking on NBA players in game. I don't know about dunking on NBA players. Yeah, see, oh, have you not seen his highlight tape? Caruso, Caruso yeah, he can ball, bro, but he got that shit. No, but he's got a dunk crazy. highlight tape. Is what I mean. Oh, he's no. out here hurting people when he gets the chance. Speaking of uh, white guys like a ball, do you watch uh, Full Size Run? Snicker show? I thought complex. you were going to talk about my past experience on the court. Uh, who? Full size run? Snicker show? No, is that that's uh, the one with the. Um, Mighty Welty, Brandon uh, Dunn. What's his name? Trinidad. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, because uh, do you remember the Antoine mixtapes? The yeah, professor, of course. The professor was on there a couple. Yeah, I follow the professor like on Instagram. Um, he's like, man, I don't know. I might be a hater. The professor might be the corniest dude on the internet that I've ever seen. I don't follow him or anything. Oh, my God. His videos are 
Yeah, like, I, I, I don't know. He's making money. Props to him. But, like, as far as the way he talks, the way he does his videos, everything just seems so corny and tailored to, like, an eight-year-old. I mean, corny is in. People love corny. I hate it so much. So do I, bro. I hate it so much. It is what it is. I hate that it works. It's the world that we live in. I hate that it sells. That's so dumb. just doesn't make sense to me. But while we were on that topic, I wanted to also transition to uh, other white boys in the NBA uh, that get called pussies on the court. So did you see that? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Montrezl Harrell yeah. uh, said pussy-ass white boy. That's just trash talk. Dude. Now, that's what I was going to say. So there was a lot of people. Uh, who is this, this fucking celebrity that's usually on uh, basketball side? This white dude. What did he say? He went on like a long-ass Instagram thing about how that's fucked up, how it wouldn't go both ways, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, of course it wouldn't go both ways. You can't say that if you're the only white dude on the court to like – like that's just not how it works. If you're the only white dude on the court, you know, some white boys are getting thrown your way. Like that's just how it is. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, that's just that's the and sport. Because, I mean, like, notorious white dudes are usually soft. It's like, <laughs> it, it just it don't make sense. You can't get mad at that, and he can't get mad at it because he's European. I was gonna say, like, he's, he's also white boy, European, yeah. dude. I'm sure he's seen like a lot of shit from. Where he's from. He's seen he, way worse shit. Is it, where is he from? Like, uh, uh, Slovenia or some shit? I don't shit? fucking know. Like, Somewhere I can't pronounce. Um, but, yeah, that's nothing. He wasn't offended. He didn't care. I don't think any white dude playing basketball would care. No. But the internet cared. Uh, which is just stupid. Like, why it's would you care everyone, for somebody? Everyone is soft. Everything now is fucking... He's from uh, Slovenia. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, he's seen mad shit. Being called a pussy ass white boy isn't gonna hurt his feelings. That's at from all. the bottom of his list. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he's good. And it was so whack that uh, Montrez had to apologize, or felt oh, the need, felt the need that's to apologize. Ass, they that's had a so whole segment annoying. about it, like that's they had so him like hugging stupid. on the court. No, that's like, ass. That's, that's yeah. Because nah. everyone's so fucking insensitive and shit nowadays. Like everything is a fucking. There's like I understand there's a lot of shit going on, but a lot of people just don't have any fucking backbone anymore. Yeah. everyone's so fucking soft. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's whack as fuck. Because I, I don't think that should have been a big deal. No, no, no. That was literally nothing. But, you know, Luca's been going through it this series. Well, oh, shit, now we're going home. <laughs> he is going home. Got some time to think about it. Unfortunately. Uh, so what, what is this about the uh, the Union Fours? I'm not really hit to... Oh, the Union Fours? The, uh, the Union Jordan 4 that came out yesterday? I saw it turning on Twitter, and I saw yeah. that Union, the store, was getting ripped apart for their... Uh, their IT department, which yeah. they don't apparently don't have. Uh, what um, was the deal? Yeah, so the both colorways dropped. Everyone when I, when we saw first saw the shoe, the, it was a really bad picture. Everyone fucking trashed it. It looked horrible. Then we saw better pictures coming out, and it was, looked really good on foot. You could see that the tongue was uh, you could undo the tongue because the tongue it was folded backwards. But when you undid the stitching, it was a full tongue. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looked really fucking. And this good. is specific to their store. They got their own Jordan? Yeah, they had a, two Jordan ones last year that were fucking amazing, too. That's crazy. Um, Union's a big source. Shout out to Chris Gibbs. He was a super, like, streetwear OG. So who? Um, so why was this trending? What was the big deal? What happened? Like, what was the drama? Uh, just, like, fucking everything. They sold them on their own site, so it wasn't through sneakers or, or anything. Okay. And then... Oh, fuck. Uh, they, probably just, they probably just didn't have the infrastructure for it. Yeah, and there was a bunch of bots, but as I just remember it, they were supposed to put back on a bunch of more sizes this ah, morning. shit, yeah. And I definitely forgot about it. Yeah, you missed that. But um, I saw that they're actually going to restock at the end of this month, too. Okay. So. Yeah. 
I'm definitely not in the uh, sneaker world, so I didn't know what was going on, but I saw it was training. Uh, yeah, but, it's another hype shoe, just like every other week or so, so. But the dude that was running social was kind of clowning everybody. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was. He was like talking shit back to everybody like he's Wendy's. But yeah, he should, because, I mean, everyone knows the game is fucked up. Like, every, the resellers have fucked up the sneaker industry for years, mm-hmm. and it's going to be continued to be fucked up. And I saw, uh, who was it, Nick Young was talking about Nike being mad at them for only doing a week-long release of all the Kobe stuff. Yeah. And how none of the real fans got to get anything yeah, because all the bots ate it up. It is dumb. It's I hate horrible. the way the whole model was set up. It's horrible. I don't even look forward to getting shoes because I don't really buy shoes, but if I did want to, I know there's no chance uh, of me yeah, getting I've, I've tried a handful of times recently to get shit fucking L's every week. The last shoes I bought were those off-white. But if you do get, say you buy a pair of like $500 shoes. I'm not paying $500 for shoes. Would you okay? Let's say three. <laughs> let's say three. My max is two hundred. Okay, so let's say two. Are you keeping them or flipping them? It depends on what it is. Okay, I've never resold shoes. Um, but let's say you you let's say you buy a pair for two and then you see that they're reselling for a thousand. Again, it do you depends. You always have to flip at that point, or do you keep them just to flex? It depends. Like, uh, Barnsey, he got a fourteen in those Union fours, and I think on StockX the resale value was up to like forty k. What? Yeah. So and he has case, a pair? Yeah. What's he going to do? Well, I guess he's going to try. So, I mean, I would sell him. It's no telling. Oh, and this was only yesterday. Yeah. So there's no telling what it's going to be. Why are they 40K? Because it's a size 14. Oh, okay. Um, so you got, okay. Yeah. yeah, so like mine, I wear an 11 and a half. Or she's going to be like 1,000, 1,200. Probably max out at, excuse me, 15. Mm-hmm. But depending on what it is, like that's an insane amount for a bet for yeah. a shoe. That they don't make. And people are gonna fucking buy it. That's, that's more than the Dior's. What the Dior's going for like fifteen? Thousand. Yeah, <laughs> but forty thousand. Yeah. That's that's. And I think I, I can get a Tesla. That's a fuck. And the thing with the fucking Dior's, it's a great shoe, but I think they, I think they seeded too many pairs, and people just got tired of seeing them. The detail on them is amazing, like all the little intricate things of it, but. Yeah. I mean, myself, I don't, I'm, I think they're out now. Um, just fucking tired of seeing them. And I just can't, I don't think I can just, I just don't think I can care about shoes. Uh, the biggest flex I have is I have two pair of uh, Yeezy slides that I bought for $55 each. And now they're reselling for like three, 400 or they yeah. were. And uh, I took, I thought they had no value because they didn't for over a year. And I don't know who fucking made them hot this spring, but they did. And I had spray painted one of them black. Because the uh, black pair doesn't come out until fall, and so I've just been rock like rolling around with black easy um, slides that don't exist. Yeah, the only shoe that I thought about reselling is when I got a uh, when I got that zero zero one Geiger. Oh yeah, I was yeah. gonna I was gonna flip. Now you wore you wore those the fuck in, didn't you? Yeah, I liked them too much. I was like, yo, these shits are fucking. They're actually too comfortable, nice. Yeah, there was it was too dope of a shoe for me to sell. That's respectable. Yeah, and then. Um, yeah, I. Yeah, that was the only shoe that like I really wanted to resell, but I know people that resell it just in case. Like I know people that do it for like their job, but I knew people that have people thought about doing it solely just, just flip. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I have a homie that uh, he's a reseller. Like, so he got bots. You know? Uh, yeah, he does. That's crazy. Yeah, I think it's fucked up, but I know a lot of times he. I know a lot of times, like, he just has relationships with stores, and he just, like, gets shit. That's how it usually works, right? Or it used to work. 
Especially with raffles. With raffles, it's a lot of just relationships and shit. Like, yeah, I never seen how those worked. I knew I just had no chance at all. I don't care though. I don't even care anymore. Like I said, the last the last shoes I bought were those two off white, um, uh, vapor vapor shoes. Yeah, I got those. So. Man, uh, it's kind of more of like a business topic, but have you seen the new uh, Instagram checkout feature? Where you can check out on Instagram. You don't have to yeah, go to the yeah, person's yeah. site. Yeah, I saw that. So I got approved for it like two weeks ago, and I used it. And oh my God, it is. Okay, I'm torn. I'm torn. Let me fix that. I want to say it's trash as fuck, but it's also dope because it gets so many sales, right? Mm-hmm. So I've been having crazy sales for one shirt and one shirt only. And so I've had a lot of sales go through. So I turned on the Instagram checkout. And I got like 500 of sales in one day, right? And I didn't get any of my money. So I'm like, where's my money at? You know, normally it goes to Shopify. Normally it goes to Shopify. And so it wasn't showing up as there. So it said you have to you have to mark your sales as shipped within three days for you to get the money. I was like, all right, cool. So I'll mark it as shipped. I'll print the label. And I'll let the label sit on my desk for two weeks or a week until, you know, the shirts are ready. Um, and I have a checkout thing on my website that says after you purchase your confirmation email mm-hmm. it says if you purchase from Instagram it's going to say your product shipped but it's just expect a week or two you know because mm-hmm. I have to go by their parameters uh, I did that and now it's been over a week and I still have 500 sitting in my Facebook account that they will not pay me and uh, so I turned it off because I had too many sales coming in I'm like yo I'm not having all my money just flooded over here who's running the back end for it so I don't know. It's it's all Facebook. Oh yeah, no. Um, that's, that's so I went over to my Facebook commerce thing that shows like my account, yeah. and it says you get paid up to thirty days from the date that you quit no, shipped. Absolutely not. Hell no, because no. okay, so let's say for example, I sell fifty shirts. I have to I have to pay the person that is making my yeah. shirts for me right now. Yeah. As soon as that shirt sells, that's let's say fifteen dollars. Fifty times fifteen dollars that that's a it's fifteen hundred bucks or whatever. Yeah. Bad math. Seven it's seven fifty, um, so now I'm seven fifty in the hole, and you have my money from all these yeah, shirts no, still. That's, no, and not gonna pay me for a month. That's Yo, cool. no, whack as fuck. So going back to the OnlyFans thing, that's what was one of the uh, parameters that was going to change with the Bella Thorne thing. Mm-hmm. They're gonna make payouts uh, every thirty days. That's why. Yeah, I, I don't think they're sticking to that, but that was a thing that was a topic of discussion. Like Shopify, you get paid every day, and that is just yeah, amazing. With my site, I can do that too. Yeah, it's amazing. I asked my roommate who does you know entrepreneurship too, and I was like, hey, would you do everyday payouts if you could, or would you do every two days, or every week, or every month? Because it gives you an option on Shopify. And I was, for some reason, I wanted to do weekly just so I would stop spending all the money. And so I would get bigger you know, payouts every time instead of a couple hundred every day or whatever it is. Um, but now that, I'm, now that this happened, I'm like, I need my payouts every single day. There's no reason to not have it paid out every day. Yeah. It, that was just for ego. Just to yeah. see you know, if I wanted to see four digits instead of three every you know, week. That's crazy that they would set it, set it for 30 days. That's pretty good. That's nice. Fuck that. It's no. horrible. So the only business that would work for is somebody that can handle all that, you know? Somebody that can spend, you know, $2,000, $3,000 in, uh, in advertising and in production and then not need their sales, their revenue for 30 days, you know? Where they won't miss Someone it. Someone that has multiple lines of uh, So revenue. the way this originally rolled out was to big companies only. 
So, like, Kylie's company had it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, Victoria's Secret had it or whatever. All yeah, these companies. So, that works for them because they get paid 30 days behind. Cool. Yeah, they have, like, they don't need that money. That's not their only yeah. area of sales. I yeah, think. so... That's probably, like, the last one to worry about. And for me, it was so easy for my customers to check out on Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's what they were all doing. As soon as I turned it on, like, the next day, boom, every other sale was from Instagram, straight from Instagram, like, and it would say Facebook paid me, not, the, not even the customer. Mm-hmm. So another thing that's whack about it is they, you can't add multiples on Instagram. One of the reasons I have... Well, you can only, like, check out, like... I have, yeah, one, one thing. So no, on my website, you click this shirt... I have a pop that's going to be like, oh, this will go nice with that shirt. Or you add in this yeah, mask with that Kobe it. shirt, you can get this for 15% off. So you have add-ons. If it doesn't take you to the site, you can only check out one item. Yeah, I just lost horrible. out on so much money. That's horrible. Yeah. So it'll be worth it whenever you know I'm doing a lot better and I don't need the payouts. But you cut that out so now. <laughs> I did. I turned it off. Yeah, cut that I turned it off. I turned it off. But no, one of my shirts went crazy it finally remember when i tweeted that it hit the algorithm bro my my Which post one? it was a the kobe acid wash one uh it's basically his memorial shirt that i accidentally acid washed i didn't know mm-hmm. that shirt is selling for like five six hundred dollars i found it for three dollars at the thrift store you're selling for five hundred dollars no um i found it for three dollars at the thrift store acid washed it sold it for 30 bucks mm-hmm. i looked it up for some reason i found that shirt it was the one they gave away at the staple center for the memorial game, um, oh, that's selling for five six hundred dollars each, oh. and it was that shirt, and it was at a thrift store. I'm like, how is it? This wouldn't even be that, you know what I mean? Oh. But it was. So now I recreated these shirts that look just like them without the emblem on there, uh, so I don't get completely sued. I was gonna but, say you should watch out for that. <laughs> yeah, so I don't get completely sued, but um, it just says eight and twenty four, and then I asked to watch those. So there's so many Kobe shirts. So I got it was it went like. 100 this day, 250 this day, 500 two days ago, 1,000 yesterday in sales, 500 the day after, and it's all from this one shirt because it hit the Instagram algorithm, mm. and it stayed there. Like, this Kobe post, this Kobe post had 20 likes, like most of my pictures on my business page, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that was, let's say, nine days ago. For some reason, five days ago, four days ago, it started getting traction. I noticed everybody was liking that picture, kept getting more and more and yeah. more. And now it's up to like 1,700 likes, which I've never oh, had wow. in my career of doing these shirts or jackets or whatever. So it's still in the algorithm because whenever I post new shit, no one's liking it. Like maybe my followers that I have on there that like everything. Did you look at the um, like how many times it was shared or anything like that? Yes. Yeah, I didn't look at the uh, shares or anything. I just saw the impressions are in like 100,000. So it's insane that it's just been sitting on the Explore feed. Yeah. And what I'm hoping on my Explore feed I see the same shirt for like a month. Mm-hmm. Like, it just stays there because it knows what I like. And if that is what somebody likes, it might stay there. That's right. Um, I'm just hoping it doesn't change and I'm trying to figure out how to, like, <laughs> make it even more. I tried to promote the shirt and sales went down. So Yeah, dude, when I ran, like, Instagram ads, the ads went <laughs> the complete opposite way. Well, hold on now. <laughs> hold on now. I'm not, I'm not shitting on ads because this is what's been happening for me the past month. I've been running ads. I've been running 125 a week. Uh, started at 50, then went up to 100, 125, 150, 200 for a week. And as that went up, sales went up. Oh, so right. it, if you do it right, if you find the right shirt or the right, like, I don't know what it is, or like the right setup for it, it's been working. Um, that itself, just like the frequency of the ad. But that one shirt that was already selling without ads 
when I added an ad to it, maybe it takes away the authenticity of it. And the customer's like, oh, this is a promoted thing. Mm-hmm. I don't want this. But because it was just genuinely given to them in the Explore feed, then they like yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, organic sales. Yeah, that's it. But organic was the word I was yeah, looking for. Yes, organic sales. Um, but yeah, fuck. Yeah, well, that's Instagram a horrible fucking out. system, though. No, yeah. that's, we're giving Facebook too much power. Fuck Facebook. Yep. Did you see the picture of Mark Zuckerberg when he next to the uh, the one dude from iRobot? Yes. <laughs> Actually, I, funny enough, I watched uh, Social Network today. That's a great movie. It's one of my favorite. And just movies. watched it uh, this afternoon. That's a great fucking movie. And uh, d- dude, I love him as a as that character just because yeah. he's like a he's just like a witty asshole, yeah. which I like. I just respect it, like cause he's you yeah. know a smart guy. Exactly. Um, but man, he just had to do some evil shit to get where he's at, and that's that's whatever. But I mean, he's still doing evil shit, but. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I don't even fuck with Facebook. Yeah. I mean, I say I don't fuck with Facebook that much, but I saw Facebook was worth five hundred and twenty seven billion. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Um It's so I think it's really weird the how like there's different like pockets of people on the internet. Like you have people that are Facebook users, you have people that are Snapchat users, mm-hmm. Instagram and like only Twitter. I think it's weird for the people that are only Facebook users. Yeah, I was just talking about that today, maybe it's because still, I watched so that weird. movie. But um, Facebook was stolen from us. So you know, every generation grows up with a certain inter- like yeah. certain social media. Yeah, like, these, like MySpace, like these TikTok girls, like these TikTok girls and high school boys, like that's their thing, right? Uh, we grew up on Facebook. Uh, for the most part, at the end of high school and college. Yeah. We're the Facebook generation. Yeah. And then it just got stolen from us by our parents and grandparents, and they fucking ruined it. Yeah, they did. Because that's when the... Once, like, you saw Facebook on TV, it was over. Yeah. Or when they had ads, it was over. And now they do all these... Um, they share, like, false articles, yeah. fake news. Like, they fall for everything. I can't tell you how many times my grandma or my mom or somebody has sent me something on Facebook, and I was like, bro, this is just obviously false i go on facebook once every like four months i'm like i'm i'm like uh i go on facebook when i'm like trying to sell something <laughs> yeah me too yeah like, other than that then i, I say i'm on facebook yeah it's a nasty place it's yeah there's no there's no business being there no um i keep deleting the app and then i keep having to add it back for something yeah, uh, i, uh, I did a snapchat a while ago too and then I, I i was bored yesterday so i put it back on my phone to see what wow. was on there and I deleted it again. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been on that one in like three years. As soon as I swear, as soon as Instagram stories came out, it oh, was, yeah, it was it game was over. over. It was game over. over. Why? Yeah, why would I ever over. be on Snapchat? Yeah. Which is weird for like people. Like, I don't understand why people only use Snapchat like now. It's weird. That's so weird to me. Yeah, because you can do literally everything on Instagram stories. Yeah. You can do on that. And the Snapchat's too much because they have like that map where you can see where people are and shit. I've, no, I've been on there for that. Oh, dude, that shit's hella So it's like, find my friends. Yeah. And people have it on? You can see where they're at? Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure you can turn it off. But like, but like you have friends weird. that are on. Yeah. That's crazy. That shit's real fucking The weird. one thing that I hate that just happened is, uh, as I told you, I, I stay on my Instagram Explore feed pretty heavily. And uh, as soon as Reels happened, it ruined my Explore feed. So Reels is TikTok for Instagram. Yeah, for yeah, those that don't that. know, and if you don't know, like TikTok is just ab- there's some cool stuff. Uh, Other than I that, it's it. absolute garbage. I hate like it's just corny ass videos. It's nowhere yeah. near as funny as Vine. No. Vine was good content. TikTok is literally Triller, and uh, what's that other thing combined? 
they're doing like musically. It's Triller and musically combined. Like they're just dancing was, and lip syncing and it's corny. I was really hoping that TikTok was just gonna fade out, but now you have fucking Walmart and United Artists and all these other companies buying into it to save it. I definitely like, bought some know, Oracle and Walmart stock. Let that shit fucking go. Uh, they're definitely not gonna let that go. But also, you know who's not gonna let go? ByteDance, the company that owns it. There's no fucking way they're selling that. There's no way. I mean, why would they to operate? It? And within the United States, somebody has to buy it. I don't know. I don't see them giving it up. Well, I mean, I shit. I, if no one in the United States buys it, then tight. That's fucking amazing. That I hope it closes. I don't have to see dumbass TikTok videos posted. But to you're gonna feed. see them on Instagram via Reels. So when it when it came over when they I'm not they opened at people's it, Reels though. But on your Explore page is at the very top. Yeah, I'm not, I'm scrolling. Oh, I'm always there. Out. So yeah, bro, it was so out. crazy. The first day they opened it up on Instagram publicly. All I got sent was fucking conservative reels. Like, all these Trump kids spewing shit at me. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then now that that's gone, now it's like 15-year-old girls dancing in, like, sports roles. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Can I get something that, like, relates to me at all? Anything? Nothing. I'm not looking at any of that. Like, there's nothing on there for me at all. None of that, bro. Fuck that. All right, so let's hit some of these, uh, (laughs) let's hit some of these Instagram questions. <laughs> we gotta call this thing. This is the comment section of the podcast. Yeah, this is the comment section <laughs> no, of the comment we, section. Our, podcast. The next thing we gotta do is yeah. have people watch the video, listen to the pod, uh-huh. drop your comments in the comment section. Yep. And then we'll go from there. Ah, we'll yeah. read some of the best comments. Yeah. Like trash talkers, whatever. Yep. Say whatever you gotta That's say fine. and we'll respond. Yeah. It works for me. That's perfect. Uh, all right. my lighter. This is my favorite one already. Uh, why is an Ohio 10 an LA 5? Oh, all right. That's a good question. Hold on, I gotta find my lighter. I mean, we can talk guys and girls. Yeah, let's do um, it. While you're looking for your lighter, I'll get my opinion. So, I think the reason an is Ohio it? ten is and oh yeah, it's under you. Uh, is an LA five is strictly due to numbers. It's a numbers game. So if you take an LA ten or I'm sorry, an Ohio ten, they come out here, and then when they get out here, they're surrounded by, let's say out of a hundred people, you have. 10 Ohio 10s, you got 15 Miami 10s, you got 20 Texas 10s, you got 30 New York 10s. They're getting, they're, they're getting drowned out because the Miami, the New York, the Texas are just out of control, different. Like an Ohio 10 is way different than a Miami 10, than a New York 10. That's so the, the more of them that they're around, they just get pushed down. I wouldn't say, I think this question is incorrect. Like an Ohio 10 is not an LA 5. Uh, no, no. The no. person that submitted this question was absolutely talking about himself or me. It was a diss. Oh, it was a dude. It was a dude. It was Damien. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was Damien. So Damien. <laughs> uh, so he was absolutely dissing someone there, but no, an Ohio ten would probably be like a LA like seven point two, if I'm being accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody specifically, which I think I have in mind. Because oh, uh, like Ohio girls be slept on for real, and Ohio has some slept fire. with or on. Both. Okay. Like Ohio has some, has some fire for sure. Yeah. But I think what it says it apart is a lot of, like a lot of girls, they don't have any like swag. You, or know, charisma. you know, I was gonna say. Okay, so <laughs> like, let let's let's do a little deduction. Let's take an LA ten that's from the Midwest, and let's look at them. I look at them and I'm like, okay, I could tell what you would look like when you were back home. I can tell you take away these cool clothes. 
That balayage haircut you got. The fuck? Uh, what? <laughs> what? That's what it's called. A balayage. That little brown to blonde thing with the beach waves that every single girl in LA oh, has. Oh, they all have the same hair. Yeah, yeah the balayage. Uh, they all go to what's her name? Yeah, yeah. <coughs> and uh, they all have the same hair. Take away the trendy clothes and whatever else. You're a Midwest girl. You're very, it's very like hot. Trendy clothes. But, it's just yeah. Everyone in Ohio wants to look the same. Yeah, they do. So, but then again, all girls out here try to look the same too. It's just a better it's look. Just a better look. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, my opinion, it was a it was a numbers game. You're a ten there. You come here, it gets diluted. There's too many tens here. A ten here is different than a ten there. That's all it is. Yeah, I'll go with that too. And here, like, cause here you can, like, pick through like the fake ten too. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I'll I'll, I'll second that. <laughs> Let's see what else we got here. Uh, I actually have no. I really don't have much to say on butt stuff. Uh, that was an Instagram question. It wasn't really question? a question. It was just butt stuff. Did like, butt stuff question work? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if yeah, they were. A bit work. <laughs> I don't know if they were asking me to provide or to receive, but the answer is probably no for both. Um, I mean, I'm not a dude that's like I'm not. I'm not one for the pegging. I don't want my ass or nothing to play with it. But if, if the girl I'm with likes her ass and shit being played with, all right. Yeah, you, I mean, you don't usually say no, but I'm not one to bring it up. I'm not going to keep bringing that to the table. That's a dirty uh, table. I mean, you got to have conversations before you engage your shit. So. Absolutely. All yeah. right. Check Mark off the bus, though. <laughs> all right. Whoever wrote that, can we add it to that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I will. I would definitely ask a couple more questions about that. Um, all right, so let's move on to this is very important. Uh, dating in LA in your thirties. So it's kind of a two part question. There's dating in LA, and then there's dating in your thirties. So I kind of want to. You can speak on it too, but I want to eliminate the thirties part just from a male perspective. Well, we should actually talk about the west coast 30 versus the midwest that's 30. gonna that's what it's gonna be that's what so <laughs> so the one thing i was gonna say about a guy in la in his 30s it does not matter that he's in his 30s because age does not matter here no. guys start so late here guys live with it's their parents different. till they're 25 till they're 30 because it's so expensive yeah. they don't do anything <clears> on their own if they're actually from la until they're near 30 uh it's just so expensive to move out and to do things on your own uh so you don't have a wife kids and uh, house when right. you're 25 out here That's everyone's very selfish in a good way everyone wants to be successful they're not focused on everyone else they're focused on their self bro that's so crazy and it's so wild that like people from certain areas do not understand that yeah they can't fathom that bro <laughs> like, i can't i can't fathom a, getting married at 21 oh no that's such a wild concept Ugh. for some people it's Ugh, crazy man like that's just a waste of life to me. Like, sure, you find somebody you love, blah blah blah. You want kids? Yeah, that's cool. That's tight. for that's for yeah, you. That's, that's not for me. Like, I I'm fully confident I can find somebody to have that life with at whatever point in my life I want. Yeah. If I'm 63 <laughs> and I finally want to call it in, like I'm fucking Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> like I'm finally giving it up. I'll yeah. still find somebody out here. But I think the thing is, like, you can have experiences and fun and shit with people and live and shit but like that you can't all right hold on so you can do that so like you can be married have kids and travel and do all that shit and have fun but i think you can also have that and not be fucking married like yeah. it's like 
I think what a lot of people are not understanding is that you can have different experiences with different people mm-hmm. and still enjoy life and still fucking, like, you know, just ex- just experience shit. Mm-hmm. Like, just go through life. I think some people are so get so tied to the idea of having a family and shit and being a whole. They're just so quick to do it. Yeah. So they miss out on that. Then they look at you like you're doing something good. You gotta really live your life. Like, these people, yeah. these people back in Ohio are probably judging us because we live... Like, probably judging me because I live with roommates at 30. Judging you because you live in a studio at 30. Like, no. My studio's tight, though. Yeah, studio's <laughs> fucking dope. Like, I, I walked in here the first time, I was like, I want this. I want that yeah, brick wall back there. Um, so, like, yeah, just because we don't got a house, we don't got a mortgage, we don't got a couple cars, like, we don't got that yeah, like, suburban uh, life with the yard. One we of, don't want that. One of, my, one of my good friends from high school and shit just had his second child. Um, and we're the same age, like. That's crazy. It's weird to think about. It's that, weird to think that most of our exes have kids and families. Yeah. I know uh, one of my friends, her daughter just turned 10. Like, what? That's crazy. That's wild. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've I dated someone that she, we're the, we're the same age, and she has, like, two kids. By the time we were 28, she had already gotten married and had her first kid exactly how she wanted to. I can't. Th- I can't even fathom that. I can't even fathom. I'm not mature enough for a kid, like, in- almost intentionally. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, like I'm intentionally immature enough to where nobody wants to, to uh, raise a family with me. Like that's just how I want to build myself. Like that's how I want to appear to people. Like I, nobody sees uh, me. I don't know about that. You do. <laughs> you do some wild shit though. That's because I want to do whatever I want. Like, man, I, no, bro, hold on. You pissed <laughs> on the floor Whoa. and blamed it on the dog. Bro. Whoa, what was this? <laughs> what was this? Hold on. You just coming out episode one with the bullshit. Uh, hey, we gotta get him to come back. When was this? Fam, you know exactly when that was. I blamed a dog. <laughs> My dog. Was I in a relationship? Or was this a random? No, bro, you know. I blamed the you dog. You know whose dog that was. I don't remember peeing on the floor Man. and blaming the dog. I, I mean, I peed a lot of times drunk. You peed on the floor and blamed it on the dog. The dog was Were you around night. for it? I was there the next day. What? <laughs> I don't remember this no, at all. This was, uh, this was like... what I pee on? On the floor in the living room. Bro. Oh, on the glass table. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, poor Gus. I blame, yeah. I blame Gus for the whole shit. Man, and then I thought man. about it. I'm like, yo, first of all, it's on the bottom. That's fine. That could have been Gus. Uh, it was on the top of the glass. Taller than Gus is. So unless he's out here just jumping, doing some Olympic pissing, it probably yeah. wasn't him. Oh, my God. That's funny. Man. <laughs> I really Y'all made that shit seem so casual too. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> when you do some heavy drinking, you you uh you tend to do stupid shit. You gotta learn how to you gotta learn your limit. I don't I don't think I have a limit. And if I do have a limit, I usually find it pretty quickly. Um uh, so you know yeah, some things get peed on. Uh sometimes you gotta blame the dog if there's a dog around. Are you making drinks? I'll definitely take a drink if you're making drinks. Um Huh? Go ahead and take a quick commercial break. Hear a word from one of our sponsors. All right, and we are back. Uh, we were talking about... Um, we got to shout out our sponsor, Elohim of the Red. <laughs> Who is that? It's the tequila we've been drinking. Ooh. I just added some OJ to it. Should be nice. 
that's actually really refreshing. Uh, first part of quarantine, that's what I started my days with. Breakfast I've seen a few of your tweets. And an apple. I actually, so, yeah, that was when I used to go on that. Um, yeah, you would have a... Uh, fire escape. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, I had to stop doing that because uh, <laughs> I was getting some messages mm. from... Uh, Management? No, from someone trying to find out where I lived. Oh. And invited themselves over. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. It was very interesting. That's why. Did I they ever come over? Like, Fuck no. Okay. Okay. I don't even like know them for real. Okay. Yeah, I've had like, a few I don't of those. know them like at all. Yeah, that yeah. that'd be pretty weird. Uh, so let's talk about. Let's see what we want to do first here. Let's no, hold on. we gotta go back to that shit. You did blame that whole thing on Gus. Oh, and no, Gus we're back on the dog. That thing. shit was funny though. We're back on the dog thing. Uh, that was in conversation. <laughs> I did. But well, we can get off that though. Nah, <laughs> no, it's okay. We can get out of that. It's okay. I don't know how we got to me peeing on stuff, but you know. Because we're so we're like, uh, oh, me not being, being uh, a yeah. husband material. Yeah, and uh, thirty being intentionally the, and thirty being di- being different in LA and versus yeah. Ohio. It's just different. It's it, just a yeah. way of life, bro. Honestly, it, more people out here, more like once you hit thirty, you'll start. You just start making money, you start finding your niche and shit. Like things start coming. To yeah, everything starts clicking. Yeah, like you need. I'm looking at. I was always afraid of thirty up until like two Dude, weeks ago. That was <laughs> my man. I was, shit. Honestly, because um, I think it was funny because I think therapy was like to talk it to. Yep. Uh, not to get too, but like, dude, when I was, I had been lying about my my age for years, like. Mm-hmm. When I hit 25, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, 30's going to be coming up in yeah. a minute. And uh, shit, before I turned 30, man, that shit was terrifying. It was only now. Was like three, four years ago? No. I'm only 31. See? You've been lying so much. I don't know how old you are. I can't trust you. I'm only 31. Okay. Um, no, I was fucking terrified, man. I was going through it. <laughs> but it's uh, it's, it really is when everything starts clicking, especially if you live out here in LA. Yeah. And you really find like what you want to do. You figure out how to do it. You figure yeah. out who you need to work with. Yeah. Uh, who you need to stop associating with. The thing with LA, um, cause uh, you know where we're from, everyone wants to go to LA, Atlanta, or New York. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's probably very uh, similar in those places. Mm-hmm. But when you come to LA. People don't really understand, bro. That shit's pretty much like starting over. Like, if you're making shit like, you know, starting a bubble or whatever mm-hmm. back home, whether it be a Cincinnati, Dayton, yeah. wherever the fuck you were from, in Ohio, period, a lot of times coming out here, man, that you're starting over. Yeah. Because, you know, Ohio's, Ohio, it's small. And when you come out here, everyone's doing something. So it's, I, I love the big fish in a small pond analogy. Because yeah. that's really what it is. Yeah. You can be popping in your own little small town. I remember it was the first time somebody humbled me. I thought I was sweet at Wright State. I thought I was on my, uh, what's his name? Uh, there was a movie about like the college kid, uh, Van Wilder. I thought I, <laughs> I thought I was Van Wilder at Wright State. And I mean, then, shit. And then my, my Xenia uh, fellow classmate invited me to Ohio State. And yeah. I went up there and I was like, oh, shit. These dudes up here are really out here being cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a small fish out here for sure. Uh, I might have friends at Wright State because there's literally 300 people to party, uh, and I'm the DJ the one at, at one of being, at both bars. <laughs> but we had a lot of fun doing that. Shit. Yeah, for sure, for <laughs> sure. But it's definitely big fish, small pond. And then you yeah. come out here, even if you're doing a business and you're popping in Ohio or wherever, and you come out to LA thinking you're going to be popping, no, it takes you're, time. You're still going to be popping with like your people yeah. back home to support you, but then you got to make. You got to make a new name for yourself out here. And that's the tough part. Yeah. 
especially here because ever since everyone does something like you really have to be out and honestly la is by chance Mm-hmm. You meet the right person mm-hmm. and with any given opportunity, you're at the right time. That's all it is. And then it's really, who do you know? Man. That's it. The cosign is the biggest thing. It really is by chance. Uh, <laughs> so my, obviously I'm not really doing like the jersey jackets anymore, but like how they originally popped off was because of uh, Cisco Adler. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just by chance that I had followed with ev- my Jersey Jeans Twitter account. I followed every single person that Yates followed because I wanted to connect with most of the people he connects with because he's super connected. And so I was just on my new account following everybody. And then I got a DM from Cisco Adler. I'm like, I remember this dude from uh, from Corona and Lyme yeah. from college. And he just, D- he just DM'd me and was like, uh, hey, I fuck with your jackets. Those are nice. Uh, I was like, yeah, dude, I'm actually, actually like no blah, blah, blah people you know. And he was like, uh, can you give me one? And I was like, yeah, for sure. And then he was like, can you give my, me and my dad one too? His birthday's coming up. I didn't know who he was. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who he was. I didn't know who his dad was. Or I, didn't know, I knew who Cisco was. I didn't know who his dad was. I didn't know he founded like the Roxy. I didn't know he was the you know, yeah, Lou Adler. Yeah, I was just, I was kind of upset. Like, you, you want a second free jacket? What the fuck? <laughs> and then I looked it up and I was like, oh, I guess that makes sense. He's quite a bit more legendary uh, himself. Mm-hmm. So of course I will. But then that led me to the Cheech and Chong event where I met uh, George Lopez and I yeah. made a jacket for fucking uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Luckily he wasn't there because the jacket wouldn't have fit him. Uh, but it led to a lot of cool stuff in the very beginning. And it was completely by chance. Like he DM'd me out of nowhere. And I just happened to live nearby. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, man, I don't really got any connections out here. I haven't met anybody like that. I don't have any plugs. I don't... I don't know anybody <laughs> yeah. doing anything. So it's, it's super hard when you don't know anybody and you don't have anybody to put you on. Yep. But at the end of the day, though, it's kind of a pride thing. I don't want anybody to put me on. Yeah. You know? I, I assume you feel the same way, you know? Yeah. You don't, you don't want your success to be based off of who you knew. Right. Like, everyone that, <clears throat> everyone that I've been fortunate to meet was by chance and mm-hmm. of course I didn't have anything on me didn't have wasn't like oh let me show you my portfolio yeah yeah and shit like that wasn't wearing something I made but it was like when it came to like most recent like when it comes to seating I see yeah. that the I see the stuff to people that by chance that I had met before mm-hmm. and like I just sort of you know stayed in contact with or whatever but those people are are not in LA yeah. like that's the thing so not having that in LA makes shit even that more difficult. Man, you know what makes things like, difficult is fucking coronavirus. So man, fucked up my all my man, plans for so, what I wanted to do this spring. Obviously you've been in the t shirt game for a long time. Yeah. I just started it two months ago and so I've been giving out T shirts like hotcakes mm-hmm. like, for free and you know, I gotta ship them to people. But normally, bro, I got so much time on my hands. Like if somebody cool wants a shirt I'm going to hop on my scooter, zip, zip. I'm going to be there in 15 minutes and drop it off to you. Yeah. Now, nobody wants to meet in person. I got to send it through USPS. It gets stalemated for about six days. Dude, I've been using UPS and I haven't had any issues. Bro, those prices are outrageous. It's $12, bro. Get out of here. Do it. Uh, $3.27 to ship it across the country hey man, in two days. You know your shit's going to get there. Well, you know it's not going to be two days. It's going to be yeah, about six to it's eight. It's not going to get there at UPS, USPS. UPS is going to fucking get there. Yeah, that's crazy prices. Like, hey, I'll 
fucking gotta do if you want to make sure your product is there. Yeah, that'd be smart for like the seating ones, but I can't do that for every single customer person I give it to them. That'd be crazy. Um, just another one of these we want to touch on. Uh, this is an easy one. It's a hot dog a sandwich. Skip. Nah, hell Skip. not. A hot dog <laughs> is absolutely a sandwich. All right, uh, buns done. Next topic. No, hot dog. Any anything in between buns is a, is a sandwich, and uh, absolutely, I love hot dogs. So that's I'm gonna touch on that one. Glizzies. I hate the term glizzies. Who the fuck did that? Who called a hot dog a glizzy? Oh, Skip it. I don't fuck with that. Um, no, we're not talking about R.I.P. Black Panther, that's fucked up. Uh, let's see here. I like this one. So, paying for dorms with online classes. That would be my that's dream. That would be my dream. Let's not talk to? about money. Let's not talk about money. Let's talk about experience. You want to talk about experience? What's the best part of college? Dorm life. What's the worst part about college? Class. class. So, what's the ideal experience? Dorm life and no class. Oh, the, okay. I thought you meant being at home. Nah, I these kids are living classes. in the dorms, paying to live in the dorms, and they can't go to class because they're all online. That's fire. It is fire, except That's because you're not, place you're, place but you're not allowed to party. If you, get, oh. if you party, you get in trouble. The RAs are snitching. So, We're I, doing fucking mini parties in the dorm room like I did in college. Yeah. I mean, that's the most ideal situation I could possibly think of. Because you think about it, if you're just at school, you're low-key kind of quarantining. Yeah. And if so you, if, if like, everybody's like, been creating their own bubbles of friends. Yeah. So, like, I have my, like, 12 friends, I think, that I hang out with, and uh, which is probably too big of a bubble, but 12 people I hang out with all the time, you got your dorm floor. Boom. You can just hang out with your dorm floor all the time. You don't like your dorm floor? My Go downstairs. My dorm floor was lit, too. We did some wild shit. I guess I was never in the dorms. That was a lie. Yeah, my dorm floor was pretty wild. Shout yeah, out to I should have lived there. That's dumb. But, Yeah. That's an incredible situation to be in. No we one should, should ever complain about the that. Next part, we should go back to the entrepreneurial. Yeah, talk. absolutely. I could. We, we could talk yeah. a lot on that. Probably have a little segment every single time about it. Yeah, we could talk about. Actually, that. yeah, we'll add it as a uh, as a thing. Entrepreneurship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's see what else we got here. Best Drake album. Speak on it. Um, best Drake album is uh. So uh, it's interchangeable. My top two Drake albums are "Take Care" and uh, "Nothing Was the Same." Okay. The okay. Third being uh, "If You're Reading This." Mm. Really? Yeah. Hell yeah. Really? Yeah. So I am. It's definitely still. It's definitely a mixtape, but "So Far Gone" is what got me hooked to Drake. Yeah, what introduced me? Yeah. Uh, shout out to Brandon Dunson. We were working at uh, AT and T. Teleperformance for seven dollars and forty five cents an hour in two thousand nine. It's funny because I turned uh, Boggs and Shane and all them on the Drake from Very Far Gone. Yep, and so he turned me he turned me onto it, and uh, I remember he made me a mixtape <coughs> back when we still made mixtapes. Shout out to the mixtape. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I was like, "Where who's Drake?" I'm like, "Listen to that shit," and I listened to it. Been hooked ever since. Started looking, dressing like Drake, doing my hair like Drake, uh, <laughs> trying to wow. be Drake. Um, so that one's got a special spot in my heart, but if I'm saying my favorite album, I'm going to say nothing was the same because you know, everything's got like a emotional factor to it. So mine was, I moved from Ohio to Texas when that dropped and I didn't have any friends out there. I was living with my uncle 
And so I was just listening to this same sad-ass album over and over and over. And uh, I just have so many memories of that album. Uh, If we're talking... Like just good ass album hype. No, we're just take just care. Take okay, take so care was also time. like in college, man. Take care didn't miss. There were no, there's no skips on take care. No, I remember that Everybody was my was that was my workout album. I go to the gym to that and sing sus love songs <laughs> in the gym, and uh, I don't think you can do better than that. Take care was. Drake hasn't missed for like thirteen years. He's not going to. No, Drake is the he's the biggest entertainer in the world. The only thing that is gonna stop Drake is himself. Is the same thing that stopped Michael Jackson. Is some outlandish, crazy shit that's gonna come at his character. It's gonna make you not be able to like him. But then he's still gonna What's have him, bro. He's still gonna have his hardcore fans to say no, he didn't do it. No, that's not him. And then other people are like, we can't listen to him no more. That's the only thing that's some just super absurd allegation. I'm not gonna say that. I'm not so, saying that's gonna so happen. I'm saying, saying that's the only thing that's gonna stop. So him. like something like uh, Chris Brown's. No, that didn't stop him. He no, but I'm saying fire. like no, but I'm saying like something like that, like no, an event like that. No, Drake's gotta have something a, worse than that. He's gotta have a rape allegation. Okay, that's what I was thinking about. And he's, and he's gotta have it, not even an allegation because he's so big, people would ignore it and say he didn't do it because they know his character. They yeah. think they know his character. He's got it for his run to end. He's got to get charged with something that changes the way people look at him, because his music is not gonna flop. He changes too much. He steals too much. He listens to the youth too much. Do you hear that song Grease? That's Nav. I'll play you Grease right now, and you'll be like, "That's Nav." You know, I, no, because that actually did just happen to me. I thought it was Nav. It's Nav. Or I didn't think it was. I don't how you gonna steal from another else. Toronto artist? But that's the thing that makes Drake so fucking good is that exact thing. Yeah. He can adapt to every sound and not miss. Every sound is a fucking banger. It will take bro. your sound to do it better. Yes, that's fucking nuts. So that's he is so unfair. He is a musical chameleon, and he yeah. is not going anywhere because he will always adapt. Here, let's take a uh, bio, let's take a biological example: the crocodile. How old is a crocodile? 13.5 million years old. Never changed. Yeah. Because it's the ultimate killing machine. It, it, crocodile, that's tricks, that's crocodile, crocodile is literally a dinosaur. Yeah. But it never needed to change because it was perfect the entire time. It always adapted to whatever the conditions were going yeah. on. Uh, so that's Drake. Drake ain't going nowhere. Bro, and, like, and that's how you continuously... Stay relevant in music when you when you're not even putting out music like, because your ego because he don't have an ego that says this is my sound. Yeah, he, his sound is just him. Yeah, his sound is whatever he's making him. that day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but 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 there's a but. Him, mm-hmm. Kanye, and Travis are the only people that can do that. I think I have a but. Okay. All right. He will not stop making great music, but. I think he will be met with a match, if not surpassed, by the one, the only, Russ. I think Russ is absolutely the next Drake. Not even the next Drake, he's here. Every song that he makes is a hit. Is a hit, that is true. That and, is guess, true. and guess how often he releases them? All the time. Weekly. He puts out so Weekly, much music. for six, seven I years. I tried to follow Russ's music release and I couldn't do it. Every I, I have He's this I have this new release on. new release music on every Friday on Spotify. There's a new Russ uh, song. 
with a new it. Rust graphic. I always love the graphics. Yeah. It was so simple and colorful. He just put something on the on it too. And uh, yeah, he said he's been holding on that song for like five years uh, or something crazy. But um, no, Russ is the next Drake because he is just hit for hit for hit. People hate on him so much. No reason. But if people actually sat down and listened to Russ mm-hmm. and follow Russ's formula, they would yeah, be they would have made it. Amazing. Yeah. That's how you remain completely versatile. They're hating on him because he's cocky. But every other right to be but too. every other rapper is cocky and has yeah. no reason to be. They're only and they only care because he looks the way he does. That's well, all. Well, he looks is. soft. He's like five foot three and he's like Sicilian. Yeah. Like he he, he just looks like somebody you can come at. Yeah. But obviously, well, shit, but, but obviously, they, I mean, you, they thought like I, we saw what happened. You can't. Yeah. He, he'll fuck people. He'll fuck you up. Yeah. Well, his goons will. Which, uh, I I see your Drake comparison. Yeah. But. He he uh jumped one of my favorite artists right now. Uh, Smoke Perk. Huh. Smoke Perk. Fuck Smoke Perk. Uh no, what's his name? Scam Scam God. Uh Scam Boy. Uh. What's I'm his name? Nobody named Scam. Bro, that's not his name. But I'm so mad at myself that I can't think of this dude's name uh, right now. Man, this is my favorite artist, and I can't think of him currently. I can't. Even if they're him. not like East Coast rappers, I'm probably not listening to them. Man, what is his name? If it's not like Dave East, Push. He's got a song with Griselda. Jen. No, he's on the. Um, man, what what is that album that? Uh, Cole puts out every year with a bunch of his artists. Revenge, right? Yeah. Okay, so he's on Revenge with uh, a bunch not, of these people. If it's not Leonard Trap music, I'm not listening to it. If Man, not, what is his If it's not Nudie, if it's not Pierre Bourne. Guap Dad 4000. Oh, oh, that, I, I, yeah, I don't really listen Bro, to Bro, give him a listen. Oh, First no, of all, no. he's funny. I like funny rap. We're actually going to transition to that to one of our friends that uh, we're big fans of uh, on our next topic of white rappers so comedic rap is like one of my favorites like if you can rap well and be funny you're killing it like you're you just got my full attention shout out to Lil Dicky uh shout out Lil Dicky uh shout out his fucking show yeah, did you watch the show yeah, the show's amazing yeah. oh my god yeah the, the, the coolest part is Gator so oh, yeah, I don't know if you follow Lil Dicky like I did back in 2013 um he put out a twitter he put out a tweet that said he was looking for a hype man. Mm-hmm. And Gated literally just tweeted him and sent him like a video or whatever it was of like a hype audition and selected him. And That's then it. he just went on tour with them, brought him everywhere. Like, Gated literally came out of Twitter. That's it. So, like, the story of them meeting randomly in the show is like not even as crazy as it really was. Well, because uh, I thought that episode, his backstory is actually pretty entertaining. That's my favorite episode, actually. The the Gator story? Yeah. About his anxiety and yeah. shit? Yeah. That's my favorite episode. Yeah, it's crazy how they got deep into every character on that show. Yeah. Uh, that show's amazing. Yeah. That's how you went to the premiere? Yeah, because you asked me to go. I did ask I you to like, go. Shit, I, I totally should have gone. Yeah, too. you should have gone. Yeah, I should have went. Yeah, I think I took Taylor. Taylor went. Showed up on time, too. That was crazy. Um, I think we're going to talk about... Uh, Oh, but let me wait. Yeah. Everyone, like, more people should listen to Russ and follow Russ's blueprint because he's yeah. doing it the right way. Yeah. For sure. Obviously. And successful. a lot of people, a lot of, like, people that you think wouldn't do songs with Russ have songs with Russ. Yeah. Like, they should. If they don't, they should. Heavily slept on. <laughs> heavily slept on. Yeah. I've never heard a song of his where I was like, eh, it's whack. Let me turn this off. Yeah. Like, they're always so damn. It's like a Drake song. Like, really, yeah. it's so catchy. Like, Drake. Drake makes songs that I like. He has a lot of songs that I don't like, 
but I know those songs will do well because they're catchy mm. and it's gonna yeah. fucking go off. Because he'll have a lot of songs where like you have to be out to hear it and it's a completely different song. Yep. Russ also, I've I've never really heard Russ outside, but when it's crazy. I, it's no radio play, no club play, nothing. No, but he's doing very well. But like when I like when I listen to uh, really really is a wolf. It was yeah, yeah. like two or three albums ago. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, like he can rap. That was his come out album. Yeah. yeah, that was the one. And everything that I've heard since then has been very, very good. Yeah. He has a song with um with uh with uh Benny the Butcher. And that shit fucking goes. I think he has Rick Ross on that album too. On, I've heard of Benny the Butcher, I've never listened. But Benny the Butcher's fire. Griselda is my Another favorite. person similar to Russ, but like not that level, is uh you listen to Bazzi? Bazzi? No. He's real good. It's more. Is he, is he white? He's uh, off white. Uh, <laughs> he's from he's from he's Lebanese. Uh, from Lebanon. I don't know what you would call it. If they would call that white or not. Kind of no. is. No, absolutely not. Um, he looks white. Is what I mean. Oh, he's, so he's just white passing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's from what's that? What's that town in uh Michigan where like almost everyone is from Lebanon? Uh, it's like a my my old roommate BJ is actually from there too. In Michigan? Uh, yeah, I knew Bazzy growing up. Um, um, yeah, the whole town was like from, I don't know if you know what it's called. Bad reference. But uh, no, his shit's dope too. It's similar to Russ and like how it sounds. Mm-hmm. Not every song is a hit. and But it's more singing than rapping. Okay. And definitely more about love than about how successful he is and how dope he is. Where Russ <laughs> sings about that a lot of the time. You listen to a lot of, a lot of love music. Uh, so I have this uh, playlist that is going viral. There's at least uh Did you just hit play? I did. Is that- <laughs> <laughs> so uh no viral as in three other people are listening to it. Uh called Love Songs to Lift To. And it's a collection of yeah, it's five likes. It's really going off. Uh these are the songs I actually like lift to. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what it is, but there's something about walking around the gym. Me mugging everybody, lifting weights, and them not knowing in your headphones are this. Like, no, hold on, that's funny you say that because I work, I just, uh, obviously, if you've been following, like, my, I've been doing playlists for, like, what, a year? Okay. Show, like, Vaughn Sounds, like, the playlist and shit that I'll do. Yeah, I showed, I showed a girl uh, yeah. some of your playlists and they were uh, big fans. Oh, sorry. Thank you. Um, so I have, oh, shit, I didn't mean to go to stories. So I have this other playlist that I was working on. Mm-hmm. It's called Still in Quarantine. Who? It's called Still. Still, Still, Still in Quarantine. Quarantine. Okay. Because the one before that yeah. was uh, it was uh, shit. What do they call it? It was something Quarantine. Mm-hmm. Days are in Quarantine. Yeah. So this one's Still in Quarantine. I see that. You but got like a little, little, uh, little uh, Travis theme there. Yeah, there you go. Okay. You got it. But like these are you see the first like four three songs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like look at it. It's like Casey, Casey Hill. It's like him. You got some love songs? <laughs> yeah, like the mm. first like. I see uh, seven months into quarantine. You're look. You seem a little, <laughs> little lonely, a little love struck. Uh, if you go back to the uh, the playlist before this one, it's a whole like forty five minute set of just like love songs. Yeah, I think that's the one that she liked. Was all these, and they were old school bangers, right? They're like old school, uh, like early two thousands ones. No. Or which that... playlist was that? Oh, that early. No, no, it like was the, the high school uh, emo yeah, playlist. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fire. That one. I didn't relate to that one at all. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of the white girls like that one. I listened to, uh, in high school, I was a big Eminem. I had a lot of teen angst in the form Man, of rap. this is another great white rapper that a lot of people sleep on because they, like, 
heard two songs from him yeah. that you know popular songs that a lot of people are gonna fuck with but people sleep on the fact that he can actually fucking rap and does Ooh. have a lot of good music Eminem who? Eminem who sleeps on Eminem? a lot of people will sleep on Eminem for what? Eminem shit because How? he's a white rapper How and he's sleeping? made songs like uh nobody's sleeping on Eminem yeah, okay alright people people sleep on Eminem there's no way you can't sleep on a there's no way. There's a lot of people that don't you like him. You cannot sleep on a pile of cocaine. There's a lot of people that don't like him in him. That's I true. shouldn't say that they're sleeping on they don't like him. Yeah, that may be the newer era. They didn't listen to him in two thousand three. They were going through some shit. They listen to him now and he's trying to still sound like that. He's he's gotta let go of a lot of things. That's true too. I, I know he's he's kinda self detrimental in the, the humor that he tries to do in his songs. He's, he's kind of, what's it called, uh, self-aware. But also, bro, you got to let it go. Yeah, rap rap like to, a 45-year-old. He doesn't have to prove to us that he can rap. Yeah, so, and he still yeah. does every single time. Yeah. But he, he absolutely does not have to. All right, well, so we got, we got a right. long, we keep going on different tangents and shit. Yeah, that's fine. That's how it goes. <laughs> uh, this one, eh, boobs versus ass. I don't know. I love everything. Whatever you, yeah, like, whatever, you, whatever, you, whatever you got, I'm going to appreciate yeah. it and take it for what it is. Yeah, yeah, it all um, But I do like me some titties, though. Um, you like top heavy, don't you? No, I just like titties in general. Like, uh, if you got two nipples, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I just like titties. <laughs> I like them, I like them. Yeah, like, so if like, I get to see them, I am, I am pretty ecstatic. Yeah. Uh, homeless Fuck in Iraq. piercings, though. Piercings are super Yeah, that's, that's a big, big wave right now. Um, homeless interactions. I don't want to talk about homeless. Yeah. Uh, That's too serious of a topic. Starting hobbies and ending hobbies. Uh, we can go with that to the. We can push that to our entrepreneurs. Yeah, time. because there's a lot of shit that you do during. We we all did during quarantine where you pick up stuff and. Yeah, yeah that's a good entrepreneur topic. We'll leave that one unchecked. I wish there was more shit that we actually had to talk about and comment on, but not, there's not a lot of shit going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> Outside of race relations that I don't want to get into. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> don't need to touch one too much. Um, now nah, the rest of them was you know advice to yourself ten years ago. I'll you know what I'll I'll touch on that one and that'll be like the last thing that we right. that we do, um, because that could be part of the entrepreneur uh podcast one, but we'll we'll touch on it now. I think I would tell myself to stop trying to be fucking cool. If I am twenty, I am trying to impress people, and I'm putting away things about myself that could be beneficial to me, but I don't do them because I want to appear as cool. Like, right now, what's the coolest thing you can do as a job in LA? Being you. Be a creative. Yeah. And if you're a creative and that's you, you're being yourself. You're getting paid to be yourself. Mm -hmm. That's the coolest thing you can do. Like, every single person that I see doing dope shit, they are, I hate the term creative because it sounds so... Yeah corny and wag what do you do I'm a creative shut the fuck up what do you really do because right. uh, people just love using that bubble but that really is the dopest thing you can do is be yourself and you have to be creative to do that and so like the 20 year old me anything creative I would you know think that I would be able to do I put away because that's not cool you want to draw you that's not cool you want to do theater whatever that's not cool you want to do this that's not cool you got to do whatever is cool and that's what I was obsessed with that and partying um, so that's, that's like a very adult thing to say. Hmm. 
just be you because I think a lot of a lot of people in college deal with that like they go from being this person in high school if they go to a school where like they don't, I'm, not, I'm not talking about you in general mm-hmm. but like I'm not talking about you specifically yeah, yeah. but in general people may have their high school experience go to a college where they where like a lot of people don't know them mm-hmm. so they try to create this whole new that's that's, ex- that's exactly what I did I, I was nobody in high school I didn't have a like a I had my own personality but like not a, a thing and then I went to college and Beer pong became my thing. Yeah. So now party. you want to do whatever the other kids are doing so you can fit in mm-hmm. and just kind of be like them. But that's a very, now and specifically, that's a very Midwestern thing, though. Mm-hmm. Which goes back to me saying before, everyone in Ohio, or not Ohio, but just the Midwest in general, want to look and do the same thing. Bro, there's a there's a formula. Like you, whoever you are dating your senior year of college if it's your second senior year of college, not your first, uh, that is who you're going to marry. You are going to graduate college. A year later, you're going to get engaged. Right after you get married, you're going to have your kid. A little bit before that or after that, you're going to have a house. And then when you look back, you're going to be 25. You're going to have a house, a kid, a marriage, a yard, and a fucking minivan. And it's so goddamn whack. Like, I mean... Whatever. If that's your thing, I have a lot of friends. I lost a lot of friends to marriage. Uh, like it's a war. I lost a lot of, <laughs> I lost a lot of friends in the, the marriage wave of the earth, the late 2010s. But um, no, for real. Like if that's your thing, cool. But I think it is personally whack. Like you have so much youth left that you wasted. Yeah. And sure, you found this person. But did you? Did right, you? Right, or did, right. you, did you settle? I don't know. It seems like you settled to me. Well, that's like... To steer back to just being your own person. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. Like, people people have a hard time accepting things that, like, they're not used to. Like, mm-hmm. if, you know... Um, so, like, me, for example, knew a fucking bunch of people. Mm-hmm. My close friends was, what, Roth? Had, like, two or three, like, super, super close friends that you would always see me with. Yep. But at the same time, like... I was I wasn't like anyone else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. completely different than anyone. Like, if we were at a fucking metal run party and mm-hmm. shit, I was looking different than everybody else. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But like, that's it's cool. But at the same time, like a lot of people are like, the fuck, like, whoa, why aren't you? If, like, if you don't people? blend in with the sheep, you you stand out and people look at you crazy. Yeah, it's fucking. And it, it's not a good feeling to no. to. Like, stand out like that. That's what I always felt, dude. Like, even going back home now, like, for me, personally, when I go home, it's like, I feel like I'm a visitor there. Like, mm-hmm. coming to L.A., it always felt home to me. Mm-hmm. But I never felt that at home. People, like, at Ray State would always ask me, like, if they didn't know me, know me? Yeah. Like, oh, where are you from? You're from L.A., right? Yeah. Like, you're from, like, no, I'm from somebody. And they there's come a, here there's a weird sense of that when I go back to Xenia, because it's more of the, like, do you think you're better than us type of feel? And I got that as soon as I left at 17. Like, I left at 17 and went to Wright State. You know how far Wright State is from yeah, Zeta? Exactly. Eight minutes. <laughs> Eight minutes. My friends and my family would act like I went to college. I did go to college. But I also went to the fucking mall. Like, yeah. I live next to the mall you go to. But they act like I went to college, and it was so far away. Well, and then they come back. like that, you know that aren't able to leave their hometown. Mm-hmm. I think everyone should leave their hometown 
and not go to like yeah of course there's a shit ton of Ohio people out here but I, I think it's harder to come here in New York to like don't go to fucking Florida don't go to Atlanta and shit you know what I mean yeah to the typical spots yeah, yeah. I, I keep telling my sister to to leave she's 21 now and I think she's done she got her associates from St. Clair I think she was supposed to transfer to UD and uh, I think her second two years are free or whatever mm-hmm. But for some reason she didn't. I think she's just not a school person. She's more of a creative. Makes sense. And so school I was sucks, like, bro. I went back and I fucking hate it. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, if you don't want to, that's smart. Like, that's the most mature thing you can do is say, I don't think I want to do college. Like, I'd rather be a photographer. I'd rather yeah. do whatever. I learned way more outside of school than I did. Absolutely. Like, I never went to class. Way I didn't learn shit. Way. I don't, like, the only class I think I paid attention in was stats. Mm. Those are my two A's I got in college were stats, which don't make sense. I'm not gonna be a st- statistician. Yeah. Uh, but I love that class. But everything else, I never went. Like you, you gotta go just to get a D or C to graduate. But yeah, if you can find yourself outside of school and you don't need school, don't do it. Yeah, because I think a lot of people, especially our parents' generation, you know, and the ones before, are so we're so gung ho about going to college and doing this, that, and the other. Because it was a different time, so they passed that shit down. But, like, our... I think, you know, I think college is about to fade off. I wouldn't be surprised. Because, for example, like, you think back to 2000, like, 11 or 12, when when Paul and I were doing the crew stuff. Yep. We hopped into... Um, we would have conversations with, like, Zach Sampson and people that started... Um, the founder crew and like people from Daylo, like a lot of them didn't go to school or mm-hmm. they did and they left. Yeah. And, and now they're doing dope more, shit. Yeah. Because then you start seeing people that are like, oh, okay, well, you don't need a, you know, quote unquote formal education to do a lot of things. Shout out Paul. He's doing very well. He's, doing, God, he's doing cool shit. Yeah. He's doing what? Artist management down in Miami? Yeah. yeah. I see. That's the, he's the only reason I'm, I'm taking a trip to Miami at some point. I was about to say know. when? Shit. Yeah. Uh, well, I was gonna go during all this, but yeah. this shit's kind of nasty now. Though. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Shout out to Paul. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. But yeah, um, college man, the college is great for finding who you are. Just the college experience, living in the dorms, like fucking partying, wilding out, just having a fucking time, being a young adult. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, it's your a lot of people's first time on their own and shit. Yeah. I think it's a great experience. But that, when it comes to the education, yeah. I think I don't. You don't. By the time you graduate, a lot of information is outdated. Yeah. It's uh, you know, it's just it's a book. It's book learning. You can have that, but once you hit the quote unquote streets of the real life, where a lot of that shit goes out of the fucking window. You know what I'm thinking is this just came to me. I think this could be the future of creative. So. You're never going to get the suit and tie type kids to stop going to college, right? But, you know, you have this big portion of the college kids that are creatives that aren't there for college. They're just going because their parents made them or they feel like they have to or they need a backup plan. Mm -hmm. But there's always going to be the ones that are not really there for it. So what if they did instead of because I agree. If somebody asked me right now, would you go back and do college again, even though I'm not using my degree for what I'm doing? Fuck yeah, I would do it because it made me who I am. It, I had so much fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I met so many girls. Like, I had so much fun at parties. Like, I did so much stuff. Like, it really created, you know, the personality that I have now. So, I wouldn't change that for anything. You know, I would just have to go to the classes. 
but if you could create a system to where you don't have to go to college to do that, let's say, you know that house that uh, Easy stayed in when he lived here? Yeah. It was a creative house. Imagine you'd have like a creative, like, okay, there's this city over in Playa del Rey, and I don't know what it's called. It might actually be Playa, but it's like this little community that lives in this area. It's like eight different buildings. They have their own grocery stores, their own movie theater, they own everything, right? So imagine you just have this campus. It's not college, but it's a creative it's campus. It's a think space, a think tank. But it's a whole community. Yeah, so you so have 10,000 people there. You're not taking classes. You're not learning anything from books. You're just living together, and you're all bouncing off each other. You're a photographer? Cool, you live with 2,000 models. Uh, you're a producer? Cool, you live with 1,500 rappers. Like, Dude, that's, like, that's why my, I always wanted to get a house and have a bunch of creative people just live in it. Yeah. Like, all moms that do different shit just li- all live in this How house mad, together. madness the house fucking, would be, though? It would be madness, but it would be super fucking tight. Well, that's a young breed, but, like, I think just a community would be super tight, but just having a think tank where people can just come and work is super tight. Yeah. Like, I would love that. Yeah. I mean, I would still do that now. That would be hard. Just to yeah. be... Because I've never worked in a creative environment. I'm an insurance adjuster. Like, that's the most corny, uncreative... Thing you could ever do working in like retail when I was at Nordstrom, everyone like a lot of people did other things. That's a common thing, but yeah. going to transitioning and going to Forever 21 when I was doing visuals, do that none of them were it was a complete opposite. But you would think working in that retail world, but fast fashion and that company in general, it was the complete opposite. But if you do it out here, like you work at these, like people that work at like Nordstrom's, right? Or wherever. If you're not trying to be in management, you're just working there. Or even like where you worked at Uber. Like if you work at a place and you know that this is not your career. Yeah. And you, you do creative shit on the outside. That's a real good environment to be in. Because yeah. everyone else around you at that job knows this is not my permanent job. Yeah. You're, you're just, this is just my money. So you're focused on everything outside and you still have these people that you can do other shit with. That's how um, that Uber Tees idea sort of came about. Yeah. Like, because obviously I worked there, but there were ideas that were pitched to me and then I pitched an idea back. (laughs) And then that's how that came about and having the whole event and pop-up in there was, that's exactly how how it happened. And that's the cool shit that you could have. Like, you work at a corporate job and they still... Like, uh, embellish, like, your creative side. Yeah. And pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. That was tight as fuck. Yeah. That was tight as fuck. That's, that's the best thing you could probably ask for. Yeah. Like, that's, we keep hitting these topics that can go into our entrepreneurial mm-hmm. topic. <laughs> then we're going to have to change the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that was one of our <laughs> early podcast ideas. It's just talking about that yeah. shit. Um, uh, but yeah, that's exactly how it fucking worked. And it's crazy because, you know, I obviously I don't have a huge crazy following, but mm-hmm. I don't know how many people can say they had a t shirt yeah. with a large You had an Uber machine. drop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that's why like Uber doesn't do merch. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so I think uh I think we're out of topics for the day. We're gonna drop this uh on the Instagram and have people leave comments of uh Pretty much what? What they want to talk about next week? Yeah. Or just talk shit? Things whatever. that you want to hear our comments on. And that could be pretty much the whole like basis of the podcast is we just yeah. comment on what's going on. Uh, we'll comment on what's going on, then we'll get into some more serious shit. I think that's kind of what we were trying to do with this one, just kind of broke those segmented. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it worked out. Yeah, I'm sure we'll ask for a little bit of commentary. If you guys uh listening to this on Spotify, Apple, wherever, go ahead and leave a five-star review. Leave a couple <laughs> comments. Uh, the more reviews, the better the reviews. The uh, higher up algorithms. We, yeah, the higher up we're placed in the algorithm. You know, it's all about algorithms. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, subscribe to Lauren's OnlyFans. I still don't know what he's doing on there, but <laughs> he's uh, he's got a few subscribers. Uh, go ahead and check that out. Lauren? Yeah, you said it. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. We will see you uh, next week. Holler.